Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. You get that thing I sent you, Evan? I did. Right. Did you get my message regarding it? No, I didn't. I was like, when I first looked at it, I thought you sent me like a USB uh, warming anal vibrator one Jesus i was like Christ. what the hell and then Jesus i remembered then, then i remembered you told me about this i was like oh, oh okay it's that oh god <laughs> <laughs> you know what when i saw it i didn't even think that but now if i had no fucking if i had no context and i saw this i'd be like yo i don't know about this dude <laughs> Good afternoon, one and all. It is uh, another fine episode of the IO panel. Uh, it's me, the hero of the show, the A one, A your A number one Boon Coon, James. <laughs> that may be racist, <laughs> it's racist, but that's okay. I'm gonna own that. Uh, and we got here with me, uh, Mister. Uh, uh, let's start off with uh, Mister. Mister. Blowers. How you doing, Mike? What's up? Oh, I'm I'm doing all right, James. You know, <laughs> I'm uh, keeping and it together here. As always, he always sounds like he's just about to hang himself. <laughs> well, you know, this uh, this past Friday we had uh, quite the event here in here in DC, as I'm sure you're aware. That's right. We can talk about that more once we get into the uh, news. But uh, that's right. A bunch of chicks went down to DC to celebrate, uh, and they had a great time. Um, the end. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mr. Uh, Professor Dr. Neil Blevins, how you doing, man? Thank you for the very warm welcome, Mr. Protagonist. Um, <laughs> hero doing... protagonist. Yes. That's right, hero protagonist. I'm, I'm doing quite well this week. Very good, very good. Um, dude, it's exciting, man. Episode 43. We've we've mm-hmm. come a long way, man. We're almost to 50. Yeah. What are we going to do with episode 50? Um... I was going to say we could do a drunk episode, but I don't know if I can promise that. I feel like that's every episode. I mean, not for me. <laughs> and I guess most of the time, not for Mike. <laughs> yeah. If you do, if we do a drunk episode, it probably won't come out. It probably won't be anything. It'll just be like, we did something and no one mm-hmm. knew about it because it won't get recorded or anything. Because <laughs> everyone who listens to this show, I will let you know a secret. Evan is our manager. He makes the show happen. <laughs> it exists because of him. He makes sure it gets on the web. He makes sure you see it. It's all Evan. It's all... And I wish I could be Evan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> From the mouth of babes. Who's your manager? <laughs> Who's your manager? Um, there's a funny story about that, actually. And I will tell you that story since we've got a little time. Uh, so I met a girl on OkCupid. And... And she's, she sent me, I talked to her a little bit. And after I talked to her, she sent me a message saying, I don't like this site. I've seen too many dicks. Send me a message. (laughs) Send me a message on my Facebook page. So I said, what's the name? And the name was Mary Gentry. I said, that doesn't sound like a real person's name. So I Googled it. And it's a, it's a character from a book about vampires, of course, because she's a chick and chicks are crazy. So I said, well, what's your name? She's like, well, this is an account I use 
for crazy people, just in case you're crazy and a, and a homicidal maniac, you won't know my real name. And I was like, great. And I text her back and said, what if you're a homicidal maniac? I'm going to use my real name. She said, well, take it on faith or something along those lines. I said, whatever. I don't care. So I messaged her back. And when I, when I messaged her back, I saw in the friend in her friends list was a bunch of like fake people, like a bunch of fake. It was a bunch of alt uh, Facebook usernames. But one of the names I saw was one of the guys who I worked with at Office Depot, but it wasn't his real name. His first name was real. His last name was like, it was like Daniel Long Dong Billabong Dong Dong Dong. Son. It was like, <laughs> like crazy, you know? So I'm looking through his, I'm like, is this, is this Daniel from Office Depot? I was like, it can't be him. I was like, maybe it is. It looks like him. So I'm looking through the pictures, looking through the pictures, looking through the pictures. So I'm going through the pictures and what do I see? But like it's like a table with a sign that says it's like Jan Sex Toy Supply, and it's like forty three dildos on the table, you know, all laid out. Big black ones, tiny white ones, big white ones, tiny black ones. Like you name it, is all there. Every variety you could possibly want. Um, and you know, obviously he must work there. And it's like pages, photo pages of those photos, and then there's a picture of him standing in front of like the big like cross thing. That's like, you know, for like time with like, you know, 50 shades of gray, like sex mm-hmm. cross thing. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, you know, what, what, what happened to this guy? He used to work at Office Depot. Now he's like some kind of fucking sex fiend. Well, I realize now that it is him, but that's not really a regular Facebook account. That's a secret Facebook account. And I've now let the cat out of the bag that he's some kind of a pervert. But that's okay. I'm, that's embracing, okay. I'm embracing the pervertitude. Yeah, so, we're all, we're all, we all got a little bit of that. Oh, we're all sick. Is uh, is he the one who used to wear the apron as a kid yes. and run around yes. like Superman? Yes. <laughs> Show you right. That's him. Yes, it is. That is him. That guy. <laughs> awesome. That guy. Yeah. So, so this chick you met has at least two fake identities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She explained to me, and I think maybe for our 50th episodes or 51st episode, well, 50 episodes are going to be special, but 51st episode, we'll have to do a deep dive on polyamory. Because she gave me the whole breakdown on how polyamorous relationships work. And I was pretty shocked. It's pretty interesting stuff. So we'll talk about that. Okay. But I presume it's a lot about, you know. Fucking a bunch of different people. Comfort. Everybody, yeah, basically. This is the basic understanding. Basically that, yeah. <laughs> and tolerance. Yeah. Episode 51 concluded. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the title will so be called, be They Call S- Me Second Fiddle. <laughs> That's going to be our SJW episode. Yeah, exactly. Sure. No, we'll call it, yeah, we'll call it Triggered. Yeah. <laughs> Although episode. I honestly don't know how many social justice warriors are fans of polyamory. Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I think a lot. You think so? I think polyamory and SJWism go hand in hand. Just hmm. like feminism and, I mean, extreme crazy, like Nazi feminism, femini- like crazy feminism. And then like, chicks covered in tattoos who were like fat and like fuck Trump. And look, there's nothing wrong with being chubby and having tattoos and being like fuck Trump, but it just seems like there's a theme. Wow. I just said that I've been drinking. So I just said something crazy. And now a lot of people are going to hate me. Get fucked. I don't care. Okay. Moving right along. Let's go. I'm going to fucking embrace the suck. I don't care. If you know me, you love me. If you don't know me, then get fucked. No, this will, this will be good. James, I think, uh, James, James has made Mike and I look great in comparison. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is a good thing, James. Yes. Thank you for the boost up the social ladder. Just uh, slightly, 
quarter of a rung at most. Uh, so uh, we'll get into some news. The first article I want to talk about is about silencers. And as we are all, all firearms enthusiasts, although myself, probably the least of the three, because I own nothing. Um, a bill was recently reintroduced to lawmakers as the Hearing Protection Act, H.R. 367, by representatives from Texas and South Carolina. Now, we have talked about this in the past briefly because it was first introduced about eh, a little less than a year ago. So maybe in one of our early episodes, um, it became one of the top three most searched for um, legislations of last year. But this time, I guess it's been tweaked a little bit. They aim to make gun silencers easy to buy, arguing, or easier to buy, arguing that silencers help to safeguard the eardrums of American gun owners. So it's just hilarious. It's it bold. Is. It's a bold move. It's a bold move, but it, we'll see if it pays off, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to ESPN 8, The Ocho. Mm-hmm. So the bill would remove... Um, many of the restrictions on purchase, including a $200 tax, uh, much of the lengthy paperwork and the nine month approval process. So in the bill, quote unquote, scientists, quote unquote, show studies that science, uh, sorry, silencers lower the audible levels of gunshots from 165 decibels, which is apparently very dangerous down to 135 decibels, which is about the level of your common everyday jackhammer. So makes a huge difference, right? You wouldn't mind having a jackhammer, you know, next to you firing a couple yeah, clips see, worth. You would, to make it really silent, you would need, or, or way quieter, you would need probably a silencer or the more proper term, a suppressor, mm-hmm. and subsonic ammunition. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, there's not silencers. These things really aren't quiet. Even the quietest way you could possibly do it, it's not quiet at all. You know, like yep. you're gonna hear it if someone shoots a fucking suppressed gun with subsonic ammo in the hallway, out in the hall, out in the hallway. Everyone who lives in that hallway is gonna hear like, <coughs> <coughs> like a loud cough, and it's. <laughs> Bless I mean, you. It, yeah. <laughs> oh, someone sneezed out there, but there's a guy bleeding. Nah, nah, he's sneezing. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> but even still, it's loud. I mean, it's not like you're not going to be like whatever. Like Hollywood has ruined this for for gun owners because it we everyone everyone doesn't know anything about guns. Thinks oh, it's going to be like pew, pew, pew. it's not. It's very yeah. loud. It's still very loud. Apparently, you can make a fairly reliable silencer from an oil filter or an oil uh-huh. something sure like can. that. Yep. Yeah. And oil yeah, filter, you can, yeah. yeah, you can buy. They sell a uh, an adapter, so you can screw a you screw this thing onto the oil filter, and you then you screw the whole thing onto a on, into your gun, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I only heard about it in passing <clears throat> a while ago, but never looked into it to see what, like at, if at it's one time use or no in at passing? work actually. He said, okay, even worse. <laughs> heard about it in passing at work. Yeah, from Joey the hitter. I think I think <laughs> James and I talk, talked about this a while ago. Yeah, we did talk about it actually. Um. And so, yeah, under under the law, they consider that adapter the the silencer or the suppressor. So really? it's still subject to the same uh, difficult, okay. you know, difficult restrictions. Yeah, I mean, you you can buy one today. You can buy one of these things today. It's just you have to jump through some hoops. Yeah, yeah but I mean, if it's an adapter to hook your hook your thing up to a fucking oil filter, 
you can probably go to a guy with a CNC mill. If you really wanted it, you could get it. I mean, it's not, you could probably 3D print it. One time mm-hmm. use, but you could probably make get it made. Yeah, ceramic gun. Yeah. There's with a, wooden uh, bullets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. That's right. <laughs> Right. Um, so anyways, um, the bill would allow purchase of suppressors in the 42 states where they are currently legal um, with easing on the restrictions. Uh, they would also be subject to background checks. Now, I don't know if that would be separate from whatever is currently done for handguns or rifles. Um, but I presume if you fail the actual gun portion of the background check, you're not going to get the suppressor. So they might use the same the same check for multiple uh, purposes. So we'll see if that passes with the, uh, the new administration with more red support. I like the video there in the video, Donald Trump Jr. He's at silencer co, Mm -hmm. which is the company that makes the Osprey, which is like awesome. That's a beautiful, beautiful silencer. It's really cool. And they actually, if you see the Osprey silencer, you'll be like, why isn't everybody making silencers? It's super easy. Like it's literally like a series of baffles and then a a, sh- a cover. You mm-hmm. know, it's like there's no reason. Like people aren't just making these. Like a silencer is not a complicated piece of hardware with like electronics in it. It's baffles, a fucking hole, and it's covered up by something else. It's it's easy to make. Yeah, you know, and that's then the you can fill them, one, right? Yeah, and you could fill them with water. These Osprey ones run wet or run dry. So you fill it with water, yeah, yeah. moist, moist. <laughs> Michael, say it, say it, say it. Moist. It lubricates the ejection. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, but it, it's it's it, it, it's the Osprey is a pretty cool silencer or a suppressor. It seems so. to be almost the size of the gun itself, so perhaps yeah. a bit cumbersome. But uh, you know, I, if I ever become a full-fledged gun nut i wouldn't mind having a couple i don't know what you, you know the thing is I, I don't know what you do with it i guess if you're hunting you know yeah. uh, and you, you don't get want a couple to, shots like, off before all the deer scatter maybe only if you're hunting the most cunning prey of all yeah <laughs> man yeah. who's constantly distracted by their cell phones you can kill as many as you want yeah exactly all you can <laughs> kill buffet i just don't know what you do with them they're cool they're definitely cool but I don't know what you do with them. Like, like people are always like, what do you do with night vision? Night vision has tons of uses, dude. If you want to drive down the street with your headlights off, bang, <laughs> night vision. You want to sneak up on your nosy neighbor, bang, night vision. Yep. You, you want to harass the chick who turned you down at the mall and told you you're a fat loser, bang, night vision. Yeah. That's it right there. I mean, I'm sold. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> And if you have night vision and silencer, you can take it to the next level. Yeah, <laughs> definitely be a bang. There you go. They're they're complementary products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. They go they go hand in hand. Can you just buy night vision goggles, like good ones? Absolutely, hundred yes. percent. No, you so can't no buy them if you're out of town. You can't buy them if you're out of country, but you could buy them. They're mm-hmm. very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple yeah. grand or something like that. About three grand. Well, between seventeen hundred for a pair with blemishes to which blemishes are fine like you don't care like regular people don't care if you're jumping out of an airplane with night vision goggles on you have to land in like hostile territory and like then then get in a car and drive like 300 miles all in night vision then yeah you don't want blemishes but if you're just like shooting in the woods in west virginia or you're shooting at like fucking pigs or something or hogs or whatever people hunt now and at night then night vision with blemishes is fine 
So you get a pair of PVS 14 for $1,700 with blemishes. Um, and it's, it's perfectly fine. Hmm. Okay. I don't think the uh, social justice warrior crowd appreciates being called pigs or hogs, by the way, but. Uh, oh God. <laughs> I'm talking about creatures, but okay. <laughs> That's for another episode. Either. That's for episode fifty-one, folks. There Keep, you go. Absolutely. Stay tuned. We're stacking it on. Yeah. Uh, the next story I'm going to talk about again is something we have discussed a little bit previously: um, the EpiPen debacle. So recently, uh, CVS has brought to either brought to market or just reduced the price on one of their generic alternatives called Adrenaclick or Adrenaclick. Um, after the you roughly... inject it straight into your heart? No, no, Jesus. not quite. <laughs> We've been not yelled quite. at. We've been Evan and I have been yelled at about that. Yeah. How do we We're use the pen? Trying to jab people in the heart. My heart. Trying to jab people in the heart with something. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what's that movie called? <laughs> He's like, thanks, Pulp Obama. Thanks, you know? Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks. Was that adrenaline? Uh, that was adrenaline. That, yeah. that was adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. Not this epinephrine. is not epinephrine. <laughs> this is not adrenaline. Things. This is epinephrine. This well, is to save your life. Adrena click or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, fair point. Um, so the EpiPen two pack uh, is up to about six hundred dollars uh, as of late. So CVS announced that uh, it cut the prices on Adrena click or Adrena click and selling for just over a hundred dollars for a two pack. That is with or without insurance. So even someone with no insurance, but they're, you know, allergic to bee stings, go in and pay $100 or $110. If someone has full coverage for everything, um, you know, honestly, presumably insurance would pay for some of that, um, but they would also pay $100 over the counter. See, this is genius. Like, this is really smart. You have a company with a wide reach and tons of fucking weight behind them that can, like, really get a product out there. And they said, we're going to make our own products. And I really honestly salute them for doing this because they're going to single-handedly crush. Yeah, Woonsocket. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work at CVS, and that's their home mm-hmm. office, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. I remember thinking, I'm like, what the fuck's a Woonsocket? You know, all I thought was like a bloody guy like missing a, like an arm, and there's a socket, and it's like wound. And that's like what happens socket. when someone with night vision goggles and a suppressor gets careless. They, they, they cause they get, a wound socket. They get a wound socket. <laughs> A sucking wound socket. Um, but yeah, I think it's awesome that they're doing this. I mean, that's it's great. They're crush they're gonna crush these fucking guys. And that's a reasonable price. Like, cause think about it. You may not use the EpiPen, but if you have it, you want it. If you I mean if you need it, you wanna have a fresh one and a good one. So you spend a hundred dollars and it lasts like what, three months or something, and then you get I think another they one. last maybe a year. Maybe. I mean there's definitely an expiration date and yeah. I could be exaggerating. I'm uh, totally guessing. Um, but I don't think it's, I don't think they expire three in three months. Cause that'd be like $2,400 a year. If you want to buy the yeah, actual Evan, EpiPen. Who who makes this? Who, like um, it's I CVS. Is it? I think this is CVS's product. I, I saw an ad about it on, I mean, the thing about on ETC news talking about it. And I'm pretty sure this is CVS's product. Like their research branch made this. I know they, they claim it's an approved, um, generic. Yeah, it is. From what I've been told, <clears throat> well, it must be the the patent or whatever must be out on the other one. So it could be. It must so I out. think that's why they raised the price so high. And I think the whole issue with that is that EpiPen was like 
the the company who had the most reliable delivery system. It's not like they had some special ingredient in the epinephrine. They just had, you know, the injector. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I guess we have a new alternative now. Yay. Yay. Thankfully, I don't have a need for one, but uh, I'm glad they're cheaper for all the other people. You don't have a need yet. That's true. I haven't been stung by a bee in... 25 years, so maybe I should go start punching hornet nests and see if I'm allergic. <laughs> Show up my rage. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the last news story I wanted to talk about um, has to do with Twitter and data miner and RT and government and news. Hashtag fake news. Hashtag alternative truths or alternative facts, whatever that new thing is. Um, so in case we're not familiar with data miner, I know James is Mike, um, you you probably are as well, but it's a Twitter based news breaking service that basically has, I don't, I don't like the term Twitter fire hose, but it basically allows its partners to access essentially real time data, um, for tweets and everything that's going on on the network. So recently the RT news network was uh, denied service. So I'd like to read you an excerpt from the article. Per our November 30th, 2016 notice, Dataminer is electing not to renew uh, the renewal term. As such, your agreement ended on December 31st, 2016. That is an email that Dataminer sent to RT. Um, I personally kind of like RT. Just because they're, I would like to say they're unbiased, but they're funded by the Russian government, so it's not to- totally biased. not fully unbiased. But yeah. it's just a, a potential. Yeah, RT means Russia today. Yes, just so everyone it's a, knows a potential um, alternative perspective rather than like Fox News or CNN. Yeah, or, that's true. Sure, or, you know BBC or whatever. So um, they might report on things that otherwise are not heavily covered. So the the data miner and RT partnership has been criti- criticized by the Wall Street Journal after data miner initially denied access to the CIA, um, but allowed you know Russia Today to have access to the firehose, and more recently the FBI was granted access after arguing that Twitter is used by terrorist organizations and other criminals to communicate, recruit, and raise funds for illegal activity i would like to read another excerpt here let's see uh in december the aclu american civil liberties union questioned data miners relationship with fusion centers federally funded cyber spy units uh this prompted twitter to confirm to the aclu that data miner would cease all surveillance tool provision aka the twitter firehose i guess to local, state, or federal government clients. So, I guess for the time being, um, neither foreign nor local or federal government will uh, have access to this, which is uh, good and bad, I guess. I mean, my question is why, and the reason I say why because it, you can you can get the Twitter firehose like like I could get it if I had mm-hmm. enough money and I wanted to pay for it. 
So it's not like the government can't get this information. I, I just feel like they're like, I don't know. You have to, I feel like these companies have to decide. And who is data miner? They're, I think they're owned by Twitter, actually. They might be now. Or they some they have some close knit relationship with Twitter because data miner basically exists around Twitter. Yeah, right. Um, but if you think about this, like these companies have to kind of define themselves. Like, are we a utility that provides a service that you pay for, and w- what you do with the service? It's like a gun. It's like, okay, I bought a gun. Am I going to kill everybody that I see, or am I just use the gun to go fucking plinking on the weekend and and shooting when I want to go shooting sports shooting? Yeah, you know, like. I don't. I don't have a problem with the government doing what, whatever with this, um, because the, it's public information. If I if I was smart enough, I would build a fucking bot that followed everybody. And I mean, it's probably possible, probably impossible, but you follow everybody, and then you just build some thing that aggregates and dumps all the data into a massive database. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's tons of ways to do what they're talking about. You know, you could mine data. I mean, you could take, you could put, you could probably pinpoint one particular person and then mine that person's data. Like say Shia LaBeouf. Okay. You follow his Twitter, you follow all his Facebook accounts, you follow all of, all of the pertinence, you follow his blog, and then you take all that data and you constantly aggregate, aggregate, aggregate. And then you you'll, at the end of the month, you'll shit something out. So I don't have a problem with the government having this. I just, they're paying for the service and they get the service. Why is the ACLU like all got their fucking fat noses in this? I think there was some concern about tracking specific individuals. They're doing that. Yeah. It's it's already happening. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, they're doing that anyway. Yeah. But maybe one day we'll find out if Shia LaBeouf is actually an actual cannibal. Well, I got that. I got some, we got some Shia Shia LaBeouf news later. Oh, excellent. Uh, but that's all the news stories I wanted to talk about. So thank you for okay. your time, everyone. Nice, nice. He said, I'm going to go now. I've got to hit the <laughs> liquor store and uh, use my silencer the wrong way. Uh, okay. Um, Michael, you're next. I'm like, okay, I'll start with the next story. <laughs> that is clearly not mine. Go right ahead. I mean, go, whatever. No, go ahead, Michael. So <clears throat> our next link here is for a story about regarding... Uh, President Obama, before he left office, he commuted the sentences of a lot of different prisoners, and one of them being Chelsea Manning, aka I can't remember the 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 previous name. Bradley. Derek. Is that what it is? Yeah, so Bradley is, Derek Manning. So, <laughs> Derek. No, it's so, just Bradley. This is Bradley Manning. <laughs> so this is the person that. Uh, initially supplied some information to WikiLeaks and they were tried and convicted and sentenced to uh, 35 years in prison, Mm -hmm. which is apparently quite, quite the long sentence for this kind of thing. And you know how long a life term is just out of curiosity. What what do you mean? Like if you're, if you're sentenced to, a life term in prison that is not actually until the end of your life. It's, it's like 25 years. Oh, well, yeah, there's like 25 years to life, you know, mm-hmm. like there's that kind of thing. Um, I mean, but, but what he, what, what, what she did falls under treason, right? Like you could be hung or killed for this. Uh, right. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. So I, I don't think you're making that up. Yeah, I think 
I, people, everyone's like, oh, Zverev's a long time. It's long. He didn't murder anybody. But, you know, we have these laws for a reason. And, and Michael, please continue before I go on my, like, long rant about this. Because I have a, I have a serious <laughs> rant built up about this. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Okay. You know? So he commuted the, the sentence for this person. And so they're not, she's not released yet, but she'll be released, uh, I think, in May. And one of the reasons is be, is for was for humanitarian reasons, because, as you see, we've been we've been him her him her. It, it was a man. Now now it's a woman, sort of. I guess. Sort of. I'm, I'm not exactly. She was a man. Now she's a woman. Well, I'm not convinced of that. In not, transition, not, there's not an it. Just don't say that. It's not say it. <laughs> it's it's not a kid. I didn't say it. <laughs> We can kids don't kids, have names we can call kids it but not a person not a woman or a man just well, whatever i know it sucks embrace the suck man whatever you know this is the new this is the new shit okay everyone's so, flip-flopping yeah, everybody's doing all kinds is, of things the whole deal is she was a man now she's trying to become a woman i guess and but of course like you can't exactly do that easily in prison you know it's not like a thing it's like oh yeah just come on down to the to the infirmary yeah, I'm sure the kind the kind men who are staying for short overnight stays in in Fort Leavenworth military prison are like all cool about like oh yeah you're a chick it's all male prison no worries B it's cool well yeah exactly <laughs> first I would like to say Mike I support your right to protest and second I believe that most of her stay in prison has been in solitary confinement yeah and she's definitely tried to kill herself at least twice yeah oh yeah. Yep, that's so, a that's a problem. They they do that a lot of times to transgender transgenders because they don't know what to do with them. They're like, okay, we can't put your gem pop because you're gonna get fucking. You'll be the target of all kinds of dudes who like dudes like to rape in jail anyway. And now there's a chick dude here. It's like let's have an all you can rape buffet. So they put them in solitary, but solitary confinement is a horrible place to be. It's like cruel and unusual punishment, punishment like in a big way. Mm-hmm. It drives people fucking crazy. So. And uh, let me just mention, also in this same article, uh, it's mentioned that he also, uh, President Obama also pardoned James E. Cartwright, who was a retired Marine general, and he's he was the vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He pled guilty to lying about conversations with reporters to FBI agents investigating a leak of uh, classified information. So, okay, he was convicted. Of that. I'm not sure how long his sentence was, but he has also been pardoned. He pardoned someone else too. Oh, I think he pardoned a bunch of people. And there was another um, notable guy he pardoned though that people are like really pissed about. Well, I know he didn't pardon. Um, although I don't know if, if it's that's the right term, but uh, no, not that. What's guy. his he name? Julian Assange. No, no. Or no, is it Edward Snowden? One of them. Snowden. I mean, Assange yeah. is not a U.S. citizen, yeah. as far as I know. They're, they're low, well, then they it's Edward it, Snowden. Yeah. yeah, they want they want a taste of that Assange sausage. The, uh, the old sausage, the Assange sausage. <laughs> they want to lock that up. Yeah. Um, so what's up with the uh, whistleblower protection? And then you can get to your rant. I don't think that's for the government, dude. I don't think I think when you are in the when you're you're in the government's employ, whether it be a soldier or whatever, you take an oath, and I don't think whistleblower protections apply to that. So what does it possibly apply to? Well, no, 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 no. See, it applies to the whole. Go ahead, James. 
So. No, I think it applies to corporations and shit like that. Yeah, whistleblowing is more like it's like for you know, oh, this company's dumping chemicals in the river or something, you know, or whatever, you know. Even if it was the government dumping chemicals in the river, fine. Not like I leaked this this classified information to the public, you know. Yeah, that's that's, that's the problem, you know. It's not like they whistleblowed. They no, they leaked classified information. Well, at least in the case of Edward Snowden, didn't he attempt to go like to upper management and say, um, "This is fucked up. What are we doing?" Or so, he, he tried to address it. I don't think so, but I could be very wrong about that. <sighs> Agree to disagree. I don't. I don't think he did. I, I don't think he did. He. I think he said something in the past part of his life about it, but. He, I don't think he formally complained because, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, um, I work on the high, high outskirts, like so far out that I'm not a part of that world, but people in my office are a part of that world and you never will ever, ever. And a lot of people in my office are hackers, you know, you'll never, ever hear them say Edward Snowden was a hero or that he did the right thing, or what the government's done is wrong. It's like a totally taboo topic. You do not speak about it because everyone probably feels the same way about it, but you don't talk about it because everyone's of the mind. It's like the government is listening and they know it's wrong. And and, and the government thinks that Edward Snowden is wrong. So the fact is he was a, he worked in an environment at a, such a high level that you couldn't tell somebody, hey, this is not really cool. Like this is like kind of fucked up and probably illegal. Because they would just be like, oh, okay, well, we're going to take you out of this contract. You know what I mean? No big deal. Mm-hmm. And you'll just lose your job. You'll lose everything. You'll be hosed. You'll never work in this thing. Well, no more security clearance. You'll be fucked. You know? So, I don't know. If you have a security clearance and stuff, man, it's like better. I, I can get it. I get where he's coming from. I don't know how much the Oliver Stone movie kind of tells the true story. And I didn't see the one that was like, I am Snowden or whatever it's called. But um, I kind of get it. You know, I get that he wouldn't have said anything because it's just so much to lose. He's making so much fucking money, you know? Yeah. Though I do appreciate an occasional good citizen falling on a sword for the majority. That's true. And, you know, that's what people say. The difference between Chelsea Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden is. It's like Edward, Chelsea Manning turned himself in. Turned herself in. Mm-hmm. And went to jail. But, dude, they're going to lock that fucking guy up and throw the fucking key away. Snowden, it thinks, I'm sure Snowden thinks he's going to disappear. He thinks he's never coming back. He thinks if he comes back, he'll disappear. Like, no one will hear about that he came back. The CIA will just fucking wet work his ass, mm-hmm. and he will disappear. I don't doubt that. Yeah, so, I don't know. Please go on your rant, if you still have it in you. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so, <laughs> here's here's the thing, right? I feel like the whole Chelsea Manning thing, um, the stuff that he was a she was a low level CIA, a low level analyst, intelligence analyst for the army, low level, you know, released a bunch of stuff, went to jail, did the time. Now they got they got her in solitary confinement, and Obama's like. Oh yeah, I let you off while I'm on my way out, you know. <laughs> you know, probably because he knew that if he didn't do something, there was that person mm-hmm. would never see the light of day, you know. But um 
then you got this other guy he he get let go, Oscar Lopez Riviera. Okay, he pardoned this guy. This guy was like kind of an under the radar pardon at the last minute with the rest of them. Not pardoned, but uh, yeah, I think he pardoned him. No, he didn't pardon him. He let him off. He rescinded his. He commuted his sentence because he's old now. He like did, but this guy was a. I hate to say it, but he's guy's like a terrorist, right? He's a true life terrorist. You know, like they blew shit up and did all kinds of wild shit in the seventies for the uh, um, the F L F A L N, um, uh, and people. Everyone's like, "Oh, let him free, let him be free." But dude, he's a fucking terrorist. Now, I'm not saying that he's. I mean, obviously, he's in his. He's he's in his like he's uh, he's old as shit. He's probably in his seventies now. So, and I, I could look it up, but I'm lazy. But he's, I think he's in his 70s now. So it's not like he's going to go do, go start blowing shit up again. But I'm just saying, like, this guy's terrorist. At, at some point, we have to say, hey, do the time, do the crime, take the time. You know, whether you're old or not, whether you're a cool guy or not, whether people met you and they're like, he's actually pretty nice, even though he blew up a bunch of shit and killed a bunch of kids or whatever he did. You know, I don't really know what this guy did, but I know he did some shit. Um, do you know uh, where he's from? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. So he's an American citizen. Oh. Yeah, he's okay. a Puerto Rican nationalist group linked to bombings in U.S. cities. Ends in decades-long fight to free a man who supports, whose supporters call him a political prisoner. There's two sides to every story. You know, if there was bombings in the United States and he was part of that group, unless he was un- in an unwilling dolt, he's a fucking terrorist. Okay. You can't. I feel like we get, we've been like, too light on this guy. Oh yeah, he just blew some shit up. No, 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 no. He just blew some shit up. What? You know, um, Chelsea Manning leaked some shit. Did the time. Kind of went in like a trooper. The the picture that's going around the web of her is the worst picture. It's basically a man in a wig. It looks it's so. Worst. It looks photoshopped. It's awful. It's a horrible picture. It couldn't be worse. It's just like oh, there's nothing appealing about this. It's just gross. You know, please show me a picture of 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 of, of uh, Derek or Dieter Manning, whatever his name really is. I'm Dieter Manning. Hi. <laughs> I think it's Bradley Manning. Yeah, yes, Bradley, Bradley Manning. Manning. Okay, show me a picture of Bradley Manning. I'll take that and just say he's a transgender woman. Fine, but this is a really bad picture. Um, it is a terrible picture. I'm yeah. pretty sure there aren't a lot of options for wigs in federal prison, uh, and no, I'm this, also pretty sure no. that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. The uh, transition did not begin until he was in custody. Oh yeah, no, no, no. he's he's and people are upset about that, you know. And I, I, I honestly, I gotta admit, like, prisons shouldn't be transitioning people, you know. I don't think they should. I just don't. I mean, I, I get it, mental health and all, but you put him in saw. He said, "Oh, we're gonna transition him because he doesn't feel right as a woman, and and we think it's wrong to keep him here as a man if he doesn't want to be a man." Well, at the same time, then you do that. You let him start transitioning. Then you put him in fucking solitary confinement, which mm-hmm. is like ridiculous. Like that's fucking horrible. Solitary confinement is the worst thing you could possibly do to a motherfucker. So, I mean, there's a, that kid who famously, they arrested him, put him in solitary confinement in, uh, uh, what's that prison? And they're always talking about on um, Alcatraz, in, not Alcatraz. <laughs> Come on make stuff up <laughs> okay yeah they sent him to alcatraz to take the tour <laughs> um no the one from uh that show that your mom's always watching mike bum, bum, bum. you know bum, bum, bum. you know Law that show. yeah the show they're always sing sing not sing sing the show that the place oh, are always singing. attica sing sing uh, no no the one in new york sings in philippines yeah no the one in new york oh no. um i don't know 
Oh my god. You're horrible. God, such a letdown. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, that that prison. So this guy, they arrested him, sent him to that prison. He never had a fucking court date because of a clerical buttfuck. He was in jail for three years or something like that, or maybe it was a year, and he was in solitary confinement the whole time. He came out, was absolutely batshit crazy, killed himself, you know, and he was like 18 years old, Hmm. you know. Um, Solitary confinement is just not good. It fucks with people. It's not a good thing. So they got him in solitary, they got, they got her in solitary confinement. Just not a bad scene, but then they are going to pay to have this, like, start this transition. I'm like, come on, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Anyway... Whatever, that's neither here nor there. But uh, and then you got Edward Snowden. What are they going to do? They, they, I was thinking about this. They can't pardon him. He hasn't been arrested. He hasn't been charged. Right. You know, they can't par- pardon him for what? Yeah. I mean, they know what they want to get him for. But I got to say, you know, if people are still saying that Edward Snowden was wrong to do what he did or went about it the wrong way, maybe there's a better way to do it that wouldn't get you in so much trouble. But honestly, I don't have a problem with what he did. Because I don't like the fact, like, the government has to work on checks and balances. And when the checks and balances don't work, it's up to the people to fucking check and balance that bitch. Okay? And people say whatever they want about Obama. But, dude, Obama's the worst when it comes to, like, spying on motherfuckers, checking out people, fucking killing motherfuckers with drones, doing all kinds of secret squirrel shit. Like, he was the worst. So... He just is smiling, and he's smiling on one hand like, hey, I'm a handsome black guy, and I'm very, I have a high charisma. And the other hand has a fucking hand, he's like, blow up this terrace, boom. Blow up that terrace, boom. Blow up this household, boom. Oh, they're having a funeral, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. wedding, ba-boom. I mean, he doesn't care. Do you think you know? that he was the worst or the first? Because it wasn't um, available to many prior I think it was a little bit of both. I think, bit of both. I, think he's, I think I think I don't think he was the first, but I definitely think it's more in use yeah, than ever exactly. before. Yeah, he was the first. I think he was the first when he had like when it was like a a practice that was happening. Mm-hmm. I think Bush it came in at the end of Bush's eight years, and Bush was just like, "Oh, this is an option now." When Obama came in, it was a thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. And Obama was like, oh, let's use this. And I'm sure if I was president and I was looking at, like, do I send in special forces to grab this guy and put them at high risk? Or do I use this uh, this drone and do it from – and just take the, the calculated risk of, like, do I blow up a bunch of – a school of kids or am I blowing up a school full of terrorists? I'll take the fucking calculated risk over sec- – I'll, I'll, I'll safe – I will safeguard American lives over that. I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But I just think – People aren't going to like this, but I'm like, special forces guys trained to be special forces guys to do that shit. Like they're like, I hate to say this, but if you look at it, look at the military from a complete pragmatic uh, angle, the military is a tool. You know, they're like, they're like a scalpel you use to cut the fucking cancer out of the world. So sometimes you can't, you got to be careful because we have to safeguard America's, you know, how people see Americans. We got to safeguard that and cherish it. Not just be like, let's fucking use a drone. Boom, 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 boom. You know, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. No, I understand what you mean. Yeah. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> What's next? Thanks, Clinton. What do no, you got, no. So, so uh, one, I just want to me- mention a couple other things. So Oscar Lopez Rivera. Yeah. So he was convicted of seditious conspiracy. That's a heavy one. 
So let me read to you what that is. What's the last person who was convicted of that, Michael? Oh, it's got to be like 1863. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paul so Revere. It's, yeah. It's, it's a, if two or more persons in any state or territory or in any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States conspire to overthrow, put down, or to destroy by force the government of the United States or to levy war against them or to oppose by force the authority thereof or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States. That's a, a catch-all. There's a little more, but yeah. but yeah, that's pretty gangster. It's like interfering with any part of government. Yeah. Seditious conspiracy. So if you steal Ooh, pens from work, that's seditious conspiracy. Yep. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> You're impeding the effectiveness of the United States government. Absolutely. Seditious conspiracy, my man. So... It's a scary law. The other thing, the only other thing I'll mention, um, President Obama granted sixty-three other pardons and two hundred and seven other commutations. So, please tell me the difference. Well, pardon is this crime. You you didn't you know you're this is no longer on your record. You're done. Okay. You know it never happened. Um, commutations is yeah you um, did it. You're convicted, but you know what? You're sentenced. You're done. Yeah, time okay. served. Time served. You you you're, you can be released. Yeah. You're done. So, oh, I'm sorry. One thing going on my rant. I'm sorry. Michael looks so blown. I'm sorry. Look. Oh, you're good. Here's the thing, okay? This fucking guy gives all these commutations out, all these fucking time serves out, but then you got people in jail who are locked up in states where weed is now legal. They're in jail for selling, doing, or having weed in possession. Well, a lot of them... 207 of them, it says mostly for drug offenders. 207. Let me ask you a question, Michael. Do you think there's more than 207? <laughs> I don't know the specifics of all of them, James. There's so more than, there's more than 207. Couldn't there's, tell you. I guarantee you, this is America. America's not full of only 1,000 people. There's more than 207. <laughs> there's probably like 207,000 of them. I would guess there's at least 211. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least. Uh-huh. Michael, this is your fault. I'm taking it out on you. Okay, that's oh, fine. But somewhere between 211 and 300 million, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in there. Exactly. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh huh. No, please continue, Michael. Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh no, you're good. So, all right. So that was thanks Obama. Next, we have thanks Clinton. So back in the 90s, during President Clinton's administration, he. Uh, directed the CIA to declassify a bunch of information and make it available to the public. But the way they did this, they set up four computers at the National Archives in College Park, Maryland. And you could come use one of those computers between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. to access this data. That was Hmm. the only way to do it. It was like millions of pages of stuff. So... You know, it's yeah, it's declassified and available, but you know, hard hard to get at. So just recently, now the CIA has completed a project to put all of the stuff online and accessible via the internet. So they've just done that, and it's done, and now you can access it. It's called Crest, C R E S T. I did get in see. There. I did in. see that. Does it does that article say anything about those four computers? Like, were they constantly occupied, or did no one? know they were there basically 
Um, it doesn't really say. Okay. So it's but it's Crest means CIA record search tool. Okay. It's like they they put all the uh the computers there for public use, but the keyboard layout was hard coded to Colmec, so no one could use it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, they they uh the executive order was signed into law in 1995, and they put it into effect in 2000 by installing those computers at the na- national archives. So it says people have been going there and using them, but um, you know, obviously it's not a it's not the ideal way to give access to everyone. So now it's all available online. Uh, the link I have in the show notes here takes you to a BuzzFeed article, but the, in the BuzzFeed article, they have a link to the... It's on the CIA website, on CIA.com. I'm reading it. It's very interesting. So When I say very interesting, I mean it's like blah, 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 Bay of Pigs. Blah, 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 1984. Blah, 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 blah Cuba, Cuba, Cuba. Gay, gay, gay. Lame, lame, lame. <laughs> it's like we assassinated Wells. this, we did that. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Murdered this, listen to that. Faked a rape here, planted evidence there, blah, blah, blah. Nicely summarized. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting. So later uh, I'll be putting my tinfoil hat on and taking a look at all that. Yep. That should be some good reading. Don't it's nice. Up. It's very easy to get to. That's good. I hope they do more, more of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish there they would limit that. about Area 51? Shit. Oh, we'll have to see. <laughs> Area Cinco Uno in Cuba, <laughs> where Fidel gets his cigars. Probably that's probably in there. Apparently, a, another name for the for Area Fifty One is uh, Remote Six. Is huh. that really true? Uh huh. Oh, you know what that's from? Of course, yeah. You do. Yeah. Or uh, you know, Groom Lake. Yeah. No, I thought Groom Lake was different than Area Fifty One. Well, it's it's the area there, okay. you know. But Groom Lake is where Area Fifty One uh, is at Groom Lake. Yeah, yeah Groom, Groom Lake is where what's called it's at, where the Skunk Works is. Hmm. Is it? I think so. Hmm. I thought they maybe were in California. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think there's, there's definitely a Skunk Works. Well, I don't, okay, never mind. I don't know anything about this, folks. I've never been there. I've never worked there. I've no Area idea. Everything I know is Area 51 fucking... is the home of Aurora. Project Aurora. Ah, right. yes. <laughs> That's right. Remote you know. 6 and Aurora. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Next story. Um, the killers have been killed. So, the story down in Florida, there's a stranding of an animal called a false killer whale. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I've never heard of until now. But uh, more than 80 false killer whales died after they were stranded on the beach in this kind of like remote remote part of the beach down in florida um and i just thought it was interesting because it's a lot it's a lot of animals in one location and it said most of the animals either died or had to be euthanized so that's interesting wonder mm-hmm. how the hell they do that shotgun no <laughs> the nine Not millimeter solution syringe. yeah exactly we gave them a fucking lead injection <laughs> And right they had the, right and the, the brain case. This is this is kind of <laughs> close to home for me, just because 
uh, they had people there from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Uh, I was I like, thought, you're, thought, you're a dolphin aficionado. I think it's just some of the dolphins were stranded in Wheaton. I was like, okay, man. <laughs> right, the porpoises right, have right. migrated north. <laughs> so, and of course, one of the one of the websites we host at work is directly related to this phenomenon. People from all over the world come and log into that website and report strandings. On That's a scale of one, of, on a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. How much more important does that make you feel? Eh. Like a four? Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll go right. with a four. That's that's fair. Okay. I, we patched that server on Saturday. All right. We booted it. So. <laughs> oh, boy. How many strandings were forgotten because you, the server was down? That's the question. <laughs> the blood server's down. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Is that, what, did you call it the blood server? Oh, that's, that's a, a thing. That's a, that's a that's the thing James told me about. Yeah, oh, that, that's that awesome. exists. That's a thing. The blood server. <laughs> he called called God, called Joe about the Gotti about that. That's funny. So hilarious. Yeah, this is interesting. So it's a false killer whale, which is different than a killer whale. Um, sort of. Both both of those animals are actually considered dolphins and not whales. Hmm. Um. But yeah, just a uh, just an interesting interesting you kind know? of weird thing. Did you know that the killer whale's name is should be reversed? The whale killer? Yes. Yeah, I, I understand a lot of dolphins are like that, not just that kind. Yep, they kill sharks all the time. They're very, uh, they're like they're like wolves of the ocean, sort of. But they're so cute. Yeah. Wolves look mean. Nah, they're harmless. I want a wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Derek. I'm gonna call him Derek Manning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nathan Scott Phillips. Yeah. Super glue a shitty wig to its head so it runs around. <laughs> and use a horrible black and white filter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, moving on, another another BuzzFeed article because we know how reliable <laughs> BuzzFeed is. I'm sorry, yep. I'm thinking of the wolf of the wig. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, this. I, I probably should have linked to a better article, but this is I mean, it's still true no matter where you look at it. Um, on Saturday, Sean Spicer, who is uh, one of the, I don't know if he's the press secretary or what he is exactly, but he gave a press conference at the White House on Trump's behalf. And he was like, he was quoted saying that this is the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration period, both in person and around the globe. These attempts to lessen the enthusiasm of the inauguration are shameful and wrong. And now what's hilarious about this is all of this is verifiably false. Yeah. <laughs> and so the so this has been all over Facebook and all over the place. People are just like, wow, bro, really? Was you know, it- like CNN's like, this is false. Everyone's like, this is false. You know, this is just not true. You know, and it's just so utterly ridiculous. And of course, the article I, li- I linked to it turned into a meme. So they have a bunch of memes here of this guy. It's like Donald Trump invented the internet and they, but he is really good at cyber. You guys, we are seriously <laughs> going to have the best cyber. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> yes. I mean, didn't, uh, as, as I know you like to say, didn't Wamada tweet about it and give the numbers? They did. They did about the uh, ridership. Um, speaking of that, actually, we can talk about that too. Cause, um, I know we probably want to talk about that. So there's so obviously on Friday there was the inauguration. Saturday there was the the women's march. Yep. And 
So the Women's March had the second largest ridership of any day ever. Um, the the largest one ever was Obama's 2009 inauguration. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump's numbers, they said, didn't even match a typical weekday. Really? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It was lower than a typical weekday. Wow. I think it was only by a few thousand, but that's still pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So, eh, you know, I mean, it'd, it'd be funny, you know, if it would be, if, you know, it'd be, it'd be, if those are the numbers and that was it, it'd be fine. But it's just so hilarious that Trump and his people are like trying to spin this as no, it was, it was, it was actually, you know, it was actually very popular. Everyone loved it. It's like, uh, no, bro. But that's, that's classic. That's classic Trump, right? Like, like when it, when something's bad, embellish, embellish, embellish. Yeah. And then there was another. Another person on uh, this Kellyanne Conway. She was on a uh, she was on a show on Sunday, so today, and she said she said that the the press secretary Sean Spicer wasn't lying. He just gave alternative facts. Yeah, alternative facts. So now people are all over the internet like, "Wow, bro!" Mm-hmm. Like alternative facts, huh? Like, yeah, yeah. that's just like you know rewriting history <laughs> you yeah. know it's like it's like it's, no no that's just this another perspective you yeah that's your it's opinion like, you know yeah do you guys know um betsy devos or devos the oh proposed... that's the uh person who's being con- considered for secretary of education yes i am going to send you a link in the chat if you would like to click on it uh i think it was hilarious whoever did this so she tweeted, honored oh, yeah, to witness this. the historical inauguration and swearing-in ceremony for the 45th president of the United States. But she got like some of the grammar so wrong, someone pretended to be a teacher and like crossed it out in red ink and made corrections. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I'm assuming it's true just because it's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. So, you know who was at the Women's March? Everybody. Well, specifically, um, Emma Watson. What was she doing there? Was she dancing? Was she looking good? She was I don't know, showing her, showing her support. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing I w- something. I wish. Women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sluts. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, we're gonna get some hate mail now. Was this a sandwich making convention? <laughs> <laughs> were there were there many small kitchens there? Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. Jesus. But, right. uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Um yeah. So send us email feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so please send all the hate mail there. <laughs> we will we will read it all. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> um no, a couple of our friends were there actually. Yeah. Um I know yeah, a lot of people I, were there. I saw on Instagram there people were there. I was like, people went to this? I don't know why. Oh, yeah. reason, like a lot of people. people only reason I knew people were there was because traffic was fucking horrible. On 95, it was a mess. I I, I don't really get it, honestly. I, I understand that Trump is a scumbag. He's a, 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 not a great guy to women, uh, apparently. And, I don't think he's a great guy, period. Exactly, exactly. You know, so um, I don't think he's going to overturn a, a abortion. I don't think he's going to do any of those things. People are taking this. People always take everything too far. 
Okay, Trump is a calculated political animal that what he had to do to get elected, and he's never going to overturn abortion. It'd be riots in the fucking streets. They'd burn the fucking White House to the ground if he did that. You know, it's just not going to happen. So whatever they're afraid of isn't going to happen. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, just, I didn't get it. I was like, he's already been elected. You should have complained when he was fucking running for office. Where's all that gusto? Where's all this gusto when people are like, it's not going to happen. No one's going to have that clown as a president. James, it, we we did. It happened. And, yeah. he, and he lost the popular vote. And he was still elected because we have a crazy fucked up way of electing people in this country yeah, he that doesn't even make popular, any fucking sense. He lost, though. He barely lost the popular vote. No, well, was it twenty percent? By twenty? No, it was less than that. It was like I mean, it was percent. like two million or three million. Yeah, votes. in our country, that's nothing. Well, yeah, I mean, considering only like forty percent of the people voted this time, or something, which is here, amazing. Here's the problem, man. We have we had two clowns running for office. What are you gonna vote? You gonna what are you gonna? It's like it's like should I vote for a fucking a a filthy, dirty penis? That I, is a, laying on the ground. Should I vote for that, or should I vote for this old, worn-out, roast beef-lipped vagina? You know, I don't know. You know, I guess I'll just pick the fucking nothing. I'll vote for the fucking fuck nothing. I'll give up. You know, mm-hmm. that's what happened. As we all know, politics comes down to genitals. Genitals. Old shriveled genitals. Gentles. Beat up, beat up genitals. Gentiles. <laughs> Gentiles. Old beat up Gentiles. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Feedback uh, at iopanel dot com, <laughs> iopanelpodcast dot com. There you go. Don't tell them the real one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, folks, you heard it here first. First, I'm first. Um, yeah, we're we're terrible people over here. Nah, at the iopanel. No, we just have uh, certain opinions that we do. Certain alternative facts. So, um, I see there's another link that's been added to the news. Mm -hmm. Why don't we go ahead and jump into that? Um, I don't really see it. Is it not found? Is there some, (laughs) some error where it cannot be displayed? Oh yeah. Yeah. Foe oh foe. Okay. This is like late. I saw the heavy shit in the news and I thought I'm putting fun there. So this is just a link for you guys and gals who listen to us, all seven of you, to go click on if you're lazy enough, if you're like motivated enough to go to the show notes, the extra step it takes to truly follow this show. 404, 404. It's a 404 error page gallery. It's actually pretty fucking awesome. Um, there's it's just like a collection of really good 404 pages from all over the internet, and there's some really cool ones. Definitely worth your time to check this out. Um, uh, I picked this up from Motherboard. Motherboards, when you go to their 404 page, it says 404 horse, and it's like this running horse. Like, that's what you get. And I thought, this is really cool. Like, it's like the 404, 404 page is like a hallmark of the internet. You know, it's like where you go, it's an internet dead end. It's where, it's where you know you've made a wrong turn and everything is over, and it's time to pull out that fucking 357 you keep in the drawer under your desk with one round in it chambered and ready to go slip it into your mouth and blow your fucking brains out that's when you know when you get to the 404 horse so please don't kill yourself just make sure you tilt upwards Um, at a 45 degree angle yeah not straight back brains yeah 
it's all being about being do you want to be a vegetable and ruin your life or you know scramble those brains with much uh, things in life and apparently death it's all about the follow-through exactly but there's some really cool ones here so this is kind of a fun thing and these are all real 404 pages that are hosted on websites all over the internet um so a cool gallery absolutely go check it out um that's really all I had. Um, I do have one bit of news that I haven't put in here, but I'm going to mention it. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but we're talking about this anyway. So uh, speaking of Trump, speaking of uh, cybersecurity, who is the cybersecurity? I'm going to call him cybersecurity czar, but he's really advising Trump on cybersecurity. You'd think it'd be like a top flight tier one Googler or maybe somebody from McAfee or maybe like, you know, Derek Semantic from Semantic. Uh, that's not a thing. <laughs> or let's say John Norton. Maybe it'd be John Norton. You know, the original Semantic guy. Yeah. You know. Um, I was oh, going to ask right. if it was John McAfee. Yeah, John McAfee. But there's also Norton. Whatever. No, it's someone who doesn't know anything about cybersecurity at all. It's uh-huh. Rudy fucking Giuliani. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you'd say, well, why Rudy Giuliani? Maybe he has some cybersecurity chops that we don't know about. When he was busy running New York and starting stop and frisk and harassing the fuck out of uh, all the r- other races um, and, cl- and shoveling bums into tunnels. Maybe he, he, he gains, he got a cis P on the weekends uh, at night school, you know? Mm-hmm. So no, none of that's true, but he does run a company that makes money from cyber attacks. So he has a company uh, I'll put a link in the description. I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically Rudy uh, Giuliani Partners, I think it's called, the Giuliani Group. And basically one of their things they do is they help mitigate risk for cybersecurity attacks. But it's less like we're going to protect you from cybersecurity and more like um, if Target is attacked, we don't mitigate the attacks. We mitigate, we keep this, the Target CEO from losing his job. Damage control. For the attack, damage control. That's what they do. Okay, that's what Giuliani's company does. So they make money from a successful um, cyber attack. That's what they do. And so because of that experience, he is going to advise the president of the United States. I can't believe I'm saying this. Fucking a TV show host and a reality TV show person. Uh, He's going to advise that guy on cyber His website's down right now. Yeah, because people have been hacking it like crazy since they announced the news on the 12th. Success! Um, um, and the, the funny thing is, uh, a, a guy on, on Twitter, he went down a, he, he went down like a laundry list of stuff about what was wrong with it. He's like, okay, let's go. Let's talk about Giuliani Partners' website since they are cybersecurity experts. He was like, oh, bad SSL cert, uh, using Flash, blah, blah, blah. And it's literally a laundry list of everything wrong with the site. I wish I had been smart enough to get the site get all the stuff i've been searching for it since i saw the video earlier mentioning all this i couldn't find the tweet but it's uh the guy who tweeted about it is a cybersecurity guy and um it's okay, like James, a cra- i found i found a link here i'll put it in the show notes okay there you go so it's, a, it's a crazy list of stuff that's wrong with the site anyway this guy's not qualified and it's just a really a mess it's kind of like a uh a lower intestine quivering situation that this guy is going to be in charge of our cybersecurity for the country. So, so let me ask you a question. Is he just Trump's advisor or is he like a, secretary a, of cyber? No, 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 there's no such thing. He's, he's an advisor. Okay. It, this is more like a kind of a, how do you do nod? 
thanks for helping me win this election. Thanks for helping me be shitbird of the year. You know. Well, um, hopefully that won't last too long. But other than the Secretary of Defense, or the I guess he was confirmed, every other like secretary position is garbage. Oh yeah, they're all garbage. They're all bad. They're all horrible. Yeah, but I like the Secretary of Defense. Oh, I, I, love I know him nothing too. about him, but he's like, yeah, our enemies can get fucked. Hold on, have you We're ever heard the you. Mathis the Mathis quote? No. Oh, I'm gonna find it. Yeah, please do. It's so good. It's he's, so good. Is he? He's like the new version or today's version of General Patton, something like that. Uh, he's I like, would war say is yes. life. I would say that. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'm gonna read a few quotes here. Um, I don't lose any sleep at night over the potential failure. I cannot even spell the word. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, I'll have more, please. Um, let's see here. James uh, Norman, Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah. <laughs> Our next five-star general. Yeah. The first time you blow someone away is not an insignificant event. They. Uh, that said, there are some assholes in the world that just need to be shot. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Give me more of this guy. He's great. He's great. Now, this is not... Uh, oh yeah this is a good one this is another good quote too and the thing is Mattis is smart he's not like a, a gun toting like maniac he is a smart general this is one of the quotes that really kind of like teaches you who he is uh, I come in peace I didn't bring artillery but I'm pleading with you with tears in my eyes if you fuck with me I will kill you all Yeah, dude this guy is amazing I can now, get that's behind not that the, yeah, th- now that's not the quote I wanted to read you. If I can find this quote, this is the one he he tells Marines. He told, like, Marines at, uh, there's nothing better you cannot allow. Uh, if you go to Afghanistan, you guys, uh, you gotta, you got guys who slap one. Okay, that's not it. Demonstrate. Oh, man. Can you just link to all the quotes or something? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna send a link here. But this this is not, none of these are the quotes that I want. Okay. But I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll put it in here. It's so good. Yeah, I support that decision. I totally. I mean, yeah, I think he's a. I think he's legit, and I think a lot of the political people know he's legit. Yeah, I don't even really think there was any publicized uh, opposition to his. It's nomination. quite fun to shoot them, you know. It's a <laughs> hell of a hoot. It's fun <laughs> to shoot some people. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, this is it. Here we go. Be polite. Be professional but have a plan to kill everybody you meet. Yeah. That's how I, that's the first thing um, I came to. That's the first thing, how I first came, I learned about this guy, you know? All right. I'll put that in the show notes here. Good stuff. Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. I think that concludes the news. We move on to some, Cybersecurity, stranger danger topics. Yes, sir. So I just wanted to mention here an article. Uh, some recent court documents revealed that the uh, the feds, quote unquote, or you know, Big G, uh, is able to to spy on your connected car, and they've been able to do this for at least the past 15 years. 
Now, supposedly this is only being done, you know, with warrants and things. Um, what do you mean? Example: They had a uh, in 2014, uh, Sirius XM provided location information about a Toyota 4Runner uh, following a warrant from the New York State Police or the New York Police. Hmm. Um. So they asked to activate and monitor as a tracking device the Sirius XM satellite radio installed on the target vehicle for 10 days. And the company admitted to Forbes that it complied with the order. So it says, how did Sirius XM achieve this? The company simply turned on the stolen vehicle recovery feature of its connected vehicle services technology. It's like Apple turning on the find my iPhone feature. Right. Same kind of thing. So, there you go. It says Sirius XM is not alone. General Motors has repeatedly worked with federal agencies to provide not just location, but also audio through its OnStar service, where people's conversations are recorded when the in-car cellular connection is turned on. Which makes sense. But, but yeah. So, luckily, luckily for me, I have a very unconnected vehicle. So And I sure as hell do. <laughs> Yep. So, um, although I'm I'm handing them over the the data they want, I've installed a device in my car now that tracks everywhere I go. Uh, so is James. So we're what, collecting for, that data on behalf of the government for insurance purposes, and or are what? gladly handing it over um, with smiles on our faces. <laughs> yep. It's like our cell phones. Like we have our own personal tracking devices that we pay for every month. Um, uh, no, it's not for insurance. It's a, uh, it's a thing to monitor your car. It can do the check engine stuff. It can, um, you know, track your trips, your mileage, your this, your that. See where you've gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's more data. Were more Were data. you forced into this, or you thought it was a good idea? Oh, I thought it was a good idea. Is it from the government? It is from a company called Automatic at Automatic dot com. Yeah, okay. I, I honestly, I, it's a little annoying when it like beeps at me for speeding, and it beeps at me for braking too hard. But I think it's pretty cool. I like having the details. <laughs> Are those two related? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's trying to teach you. Yeah, it's trying to teach you. It doesn't work though, because I'm just I'm, you know I'm, I'm doing me. Stubborn. I'm free. I'm American. He's. I'm going to do me, y'all. Do what I want. This is a, the law allows me to speed. It's called free speech, my man. Free speech. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's an expression of my will. <laughs> That's right. So, just kind of interesting. I mean, you know, if you thought about it, yeah, of course this is possible. But it's nice to see it just written there in black and white. That yeah, this is this is a very much a possibility. They can do it. They've been doing it. You know, it's a thing. So, something to be aware of. Yeah. Um. Next, it looks like we have a link, uh, James or Evan. I'm not sure who put this yeah, in Yeah, no, that's me. So I saw Michael's uh, first link in the news called Silence, and I thought he was talking about this. Um, it's called Silence. Silence, <laughs> pronounced silence. It's a new antivirus. So um, a company is testing this, uh, and they tested it against McAfee. And this is, I'm just going to mention this. I don't know anything about the testing. I just know what I overheard very recently about the test. So they tested it. They tested it in a, in a virtual environment, 
And silence is special because it has it uses artificial artificial intelligence to predict and do all kinds of stuff. Okay, I don't know a lot about it. If you want to check it out, please check it out. Um, it's a corporate antivirus solution. It's not the kind of thing you'd have on your home computer, I don't think. Um, at any rate, so we're so a company is testing it, and they tested McAfee in line on another VM network. Uh, the full McAfee endpoint encryption, endpoint suite, everything with uh, host and host intrusion protection and everything else. And McAfee uh, silence detected 64% more malware than uh, McAfee did. Hmm. 64%. It's fucking stupid. Um, hmm. I was honestly so shocked by those numbers. That's why I put it in here. I don't even ha- have any information any any fine details or anything like that to say why silence is good or bad but when i heard that i was like man i gotta tell somebody because it's just crazy that this is either that much better i mean honestly i guess if you cram a little bit of artificial intelligence to anything it'll be better than something with none um and mcafee is renowned for being bulky hard to use and just making your life harder so i wonder how many if any of those were false positives I, that's a great question, and I, that I don't know. I mean, it could be a lot of false positives. It could be a lot of things that that silence picked up, and that McAfee just knows better I'd, than I, James. I'd be interested to know the details of this this uh, I'll find comparison or trial or whatever you. I'll want find out it. more detail for you. I'll get I'll get some I'll get some detail <clears throat> this week for you. Um, now I saw you put this link in the show notes, and so it made it reminded me of another company that I've been getting marketing email from. Carbon Black. Whoa. CarbonBlack.com. That sounds like a very expensive porn star from a cyberpunk future. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks to me, it looks like they they offer a similar product or similar solution to this Silence. I mean, I don't know how they compare. Um, Carbon Black, arm your endpoints. (laughs) (laughs) Every computer gets a 45. Like, okay. Yeah, I mean they have you know next gen AV incident response and threat hunting application control blah blah you know so they have uh, they say Carbon Black's endpoint security platform defends organizations of all sizes for modern day attacks with its unique zero gap protection in the cloud or on premise. So I, again, I don't really know much about this one either. Just look kind of interesting. I've read a little bit about their AV stuff, and it sounds kind of, you know, maybe more like along the lines of what the Silence is doing. Mm-hmm. So, just something else to look at. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, just just in case people want to check it out. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of these things are going from, and McAfee's doing this too, but a lot of companies are getting away from just the these signature-based detections and they're going to more other means of, you know, determining if something's malware or not. So I think (laughs) that's probably the way these are working. Now, McAfee can do that too, but how effective is it compared to one of these? According to James, not, not nearly as effective, but we'll find out more details on it at some point. So, so that's fine. Very good. All right. So <clears throat> next we have Audible. Now, I didn't put anything in Audible because 
I've I've been rereading old books this week, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about them before. I, I re-listened to the first book in the Joe Ledger series of books, um, which is called Patient Zero. What keeps you going back? Eh, it's just you know, sometimes you don't hear it for a while. It's like, it's like watching a favorite movie, you know. Okay. You uh, you know, you go back, you watch it again. It's like, oh, I've seen this, you know. But eh, you like it, you know. Same kind of thing. So <clears throat> I know that in the next day or two, a new, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, but a new zombie fallout book is going to come out by Mark Tufo. I think it comes out the 23rd or the 24th of January. I pre-ordered it on Audible already, so I'll get it whenever it's available. That's going to be zombie fallout 10, I think. <laughs> so yeah, they just they just keep going with these. Which, you know, I'm all about. Jason, it's a, it's a, it's, it's yeah, a popular exactly. series. People like it. Yep, yep. What about you, James? You've been listening to anything um, interesting? I have not listened to anything too interesting lately. I, I, I have... Uh, no, I haven't listened to anything. I've been I've been on like a, an audible break. I get two more credits in a couple days if I haven't gotten them already. So, But even then, I don't have anything. Uh... Let me think if there's, I mean, there's books I'm waiting for, but it'll be a few months before they come out. So, you know, I'm waiting for several uh, lit RPGs from from Russian authors. I'm waiting for uh, a few space books. I'm waiting for part twos to a lot of books. I'm waiting for the new Joe Ledger book, which probably normally comes around March, right, Michael? March or May? Yeah, something like that. April, something. So, yeah, there might be a new one of those um, coming out around then. That that that'll be something to wait for. But nothing, nothing right now. I have nothing in my eye right now. Uh, yeah. I uh, I've been recommended by a friend a book called Cutting for Stone. I heard about that book. Isn't that it's the, like isn't that like a health, self help book or something? Uh, I don't think so. It's like like make your fucking vision wall or something. Let's all make vision boards. Oh, I, I believe up. it is a it is a novel. It is I a story. You were to throw up a little bit after I said that. I said vision board, and you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He just oh. leaves the call. Like, okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you know, I'm, I'm not not that kind of guy. You know, I'm not vision. Whatever you said, you don't, you don't believe in yourself. I believe in the power of positive thinking. No, I'm... <laughs> no, I don't know. <clears throat> Anyway, well, I'm going to check that one out at some point. It's on my wish list. So, Cutting for Stone by Abraham Verghese. <laughs> so, check it out. We'll see what's what. Cool. Um, yeah, that's all I got for uh, Audible. Audible. AudibleTrial.com oh. forward slash IO panel. There we go. There we go. Uh-huh. All right. And, uh. What else? So, so game theory. So I put in here time to switch it up. Now I wanted to actually talk about this last week, but it just completely slipped my mind. Nintendo has released the details regarding the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. which <clears throat> is their new console. Now this one's pretty interesting because it's it is a a home based you know video game console that you're supposed to connect to the TV. But then it's very unique in that you can take it with you and play it on the go. 
So the Nintendo made a first step towards this with the last console, the Wii U, where one of its controllers has its own little screen, and you can, I guess you can, I don't know if every game works with it or only certain games, but you can you can take the controller with you and play it on the go. <clears throat> so this is the next evolution of that. This system will sit in a dock and connect to your TV, but then... If you want to, you can literally take it with you, connect the controllers to the side of it, and pick it up and take it with you. It's rechargeable. And... Now, my only question would be, okay, so the the actual, like, the screen that you can take with you is the console, and yes. like you said, just connects to a dock to hook up to your TV. Okay, so Correct. I was going to ask, you said you could take it on the go. I was going to ask if it was, like, just around your house or with you wherever you are, but I think it's probably the latter because... If that is the actual console, that would make the most sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just pick it up and take it with you wherever. So <clears throat> it does use, so it's not using discs or anything. It's using game, some kind of game cartridge. Yes. It looks like a small, it looks almost like an SD card, but thicker. Hmm. Um, is it an MMC? <laughs> yeah, it's a multimedia card. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's uh, a <clears throat> I don't know what it is. I guess it's their own little proprietary thing. It's a micro drive. Uh, the the unit itself has 32 gigs of memory, but it's expandable with SD cards of all things. Hmm. Surprise, surprise. <clears throat> um, now it's kind of interesting. The controller it comes with is actually, it's weird. It's one controller, but then it kind of breaks apart. It can become two controllers. They call it the Joy-Con. Yeah. And so it breaks apart into two controllers so those two players could play one game on the console. But then the controller is also attached to, on either side of the console itself in in portable mode. So <clears throat> kind of neat. It looks kind of cool. It's $300. Like huh? Like a game gear. Like a game gear. Oh, it has so? kind of the same form factor. What was the other one? A Lynx? Did yeah, Atari Lynx. Didn't Neo Geo make one? Or am I thinking about the Atari Lynx? <clears throat> You're probably thinking about the Atari Lynx, which is actually um, ambidextrous. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> you could flip the screen and then turn so turn the whole console around. And so if you're left-handed, you could play it with the directional pad on the right-hand side of the unit. Baller. Which is kind of crazy, but... <clears throat> You know, left-handed people. Freaks. Yep. So, <clears throat> it looks interesting. Uh, they announced a new Zelda game. They announced a Mario Kart game, a Mario game, a few other, like, party-type games. So, it looks kind of cool. It's 300 bucks. Uh, you can pre-order it. It'll come out March 3rd everywhere, worldwide. And if you want to go try one out, they're on display at Best Buy. But only on Sundays. Huh. <clears throat> Summarize. Before it launches. Before it launches. Okay. So you could go to a Best We could have gone to a Best Buy today and tried one out. Are Sunday sales at Best Buy slow? So they're trying to draw more people in or something? Who knows? I would imagine sales at Best Buy are slow in general. But As the former CEO of Best Buy, I expect you to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so... I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it uh, how it fares. I'm I'm 
somewhat interested in it, but as you guys know, I'm not a hardcore gamer like a lot of other people are. So I don't think any anyone who plays on a Nintendo Switch would call themselves a hardcore gamer. Ooh, shots could, fired. Shots fired. Console peasants. But, <laughs> He's you know. like, if we can't play, if we can't run Quake 3, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know what else could run Quake 3? What? PlayStation 2 and GameCube. Nice. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was originally released on PC and GameCube. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it looks it looks interesting. You can pre-order it. Um, it's uh, you know, it's been sold out a lot of places in pre-order. Is it touchscreen at all, like the 3DS or anything? It is touchscreen. Okay. Does it come with a stylus, presumably, or something if, like that? If it does, they didn't mention it. Hmm. They said it comes with. The Switch console itself, which is the screen, but I guess, and the unit itself, the dock that you put it in, the Joy-Con, which is the controller left and right, the Joy-Con grip thing, and then an AC adapter, an HDMI cable, and then um, straps that attach to the Joy-Con that lets you... Um, deal with the their wrist straps is all it is. Okay. So that's as far as I know. That's what it comes with. Oh, and also one thing that's interesting: it's region free. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's region free. So, which is interesting because a lot of times Nintendo's consoles are region locked. Mm-hmm. Like the most recent, the Nintendo 3DS, the the new one is region locked for some reason. I was actually not aware of that, but yeah, I, but you know, so they redesigned it recently. Yeah. So that the redesigned one is region locked. The previous one was not region locked. Very very odd. Yeah. <clears throat> so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I got about the Nintendo Switch. Thoughts? I will not be picking one up. Um, well, that is not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I kind of like the, the on-the-go ability, mm-hmm. and I kind of like that it's kind of like uh, Sega Game Gear or Atari Lynx, just for the retro uh, nostalgia aspect. Well... You could say it's also like a PSP or a PS Vita, I guess. Uh, I could, but uh, I shan't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope the games look good. I'd be curious to know what sort of hardware it has, because it does not look at all sizable. So, I mean, I don't know what the Wii had. Maybe it's sort of the same graphics capability or <clears throat> or design style for the games, you know. Well, supposedly it can output 1080p, although I've been told that it's like it can barely output 1080p. 19 FPS. <laughs> well, I don't know. Supposedly it's, you know, it's fine. Um, but its its goal is not to be like, it's not to compete, you know, spec-wise with a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. Right. 
They have their own fan base. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> one thing I do like about this is that it's it's one console that is both the home unit and the portable unit, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, classically, with very few exceptions, you'd they you'd have two different consoles and they're two different versions. So you'd have like an NES, let's say, and then a Game Boy, and they, they take completely different games. You know. I wonder so. if they'll put uh, Gorilla Glass on the front or something durable, or if it'll be like the iPhones, you know, if it has a, a six-inch drop, the screen's shattered, and you buy a new one. Well, supposedly the iPhones have Gorilla Glass or something equivalent on them. <clears throat> um, but yeah, hopefully it's it's something that's durable. But right. I guess time will tell. Yep. I don't expect you to pick one up, but maybe if they go on sale for next Black Friday or something for half price, you know, I'll Yeah. I'll allow it. Please Yeah, I mean I probably won't get one at launch. <laughs> I might might eventually pick one up if it's if it's on sale at some point. Yeah. But you know, game consoles very rarely go on sale. So I thought you could say game consoles very rarely get used in my household. Well, that too. But, you know. <laughs> Uh, James, any thoughts, feelings on the Nintendo Switch? Uh, no interest in gaming consoles. PC Master Race, all the way. I thought he was going to say, no, nah, I have no interest in gaming at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, consoles are dumb, man. I was looking at, so while you're talking, I, got, I went to the Chive website where all this started. And if you scroll through the, the pictures on the site, they're looking at, like, I guess they're like, people are tweeting about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the first picture is like, or the seventh picture on the page is like, it shows a bunch of people playing with their switches all like sitting around and they have the screens all set up. And it's like, it's like, why the, f- the, the guy who, the comment is like, why the fuck is it still split screen and everyone has their own screen? And I'm like, that's really stupid. It's right. It's hundred percent right. I wouldn't want to play split screen on like an 11 inch tablet screen or 10 inch tablet screen whatever it's doing. I'm sure that's not, I'm sure that's just how Nintendo, this game is. And it's probably something they'll fix or can be fixed in future games. And then the other thing is a guy zoomed in on the pizza and he's like, this pizza looks gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I totally agree with that. Pizza does look gross. Uh, Nintendo games are to me very lame and they have been lame for years. It's not fun anymore. It's, I'm not like 12 years old, so I'm not having fun with Nintendo. I know that Michael loves Nintendo. He's like a Nintendo guy. He loves Nintendo. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not a Nintendo person. I never have been. So, Blasphemy. Uh, Did they release anything after N64? I feel like they haven't released anything in fucking years. Yes, like, it was called a GameCube. Do they still make so, games? So. When's the last game they made? Uh, Mario, whatever the fuck. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. Dude, dude Sorry. did you play that horrible Mario game with me at that party? It was horrible. It was like, Mario does physics. It was so bad. Yeah, that was Mario Party 2 or something. Oh my god, that Mario Boring 64. 2. It's fucking horrible. N64, Jesus which I've god. never played an N64 really before until that day. So It's bad. It's fucking not fun. Let's play Smash Bros. That's we did, fun. We did play that. Yeah. I love me some Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is a good time. Which I had never played until that day. So, there you well, go. I guess I meant to ask: Had Nintendo released anything after GameCube until the Wii? After GameCube, it was the Wii. 
Okay. The Wii can play GameCube games. Okay. <clears throat> and after the Wii, it's the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Which right. is the one with the portable controller slash screen thing. I guess uh, as I've getting older, I guess my concept of passing years and time has been incredibly skewed. I'm like, the Wii just came out like four or five years ago, right? Probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, it came out a, quite a while ago now. It was like 2005 or 2006 or something. So Yeah. <clears throat> Which you're like, that was just a couple years ago. No, it wasn't. It was, dude. <laughs> yep, time's like, flying now. like, this is still 2002, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Time is flying, my friends. Yep. So, okay, so it doesn't look like we have anything in the yum update. Anything wanna, anyone want to say anything about... Uh, I don't really have much. Um, let me food's grab a great. book. Yeah, food's great. <laughs> Yay, food, y'all. I bought this book on Amazon. Oh, my God. I have not read it yet. I just came in yesterday. Um, Are you going to read it? I am. It's not very long. It's like okay. 100 and 145 pages or so. Mm-hmm. It is The Art and Science of low carbohydrate performance. So I'm going to see if this uh, sheds any light um, or any, has any additional recommendations or information other than just sticking to low carb and keto. And cause performance does suffer. Honestly, eat this dummy. <laughs> let's, let's write our own fitness book called that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we probably could. We probably could. We should. Hey, that's an idea. We could do that. Yep. Three yeah. guys who don't know anything about fitness. Here's pictures of them with their shirts off. <laughs> well, do you want to look like this? You know yeah. what's funny about that? You, you, you kid, James, but uh, a long time ago, me and uh, me and someone else had an idea of doing doing a book or doing something where it was it was me where I transformed from my current form into a lean, mean, killing machine. You know, as it were, minus the killing. I remember that. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, that did not occur because I'm sitting here talking to you guys <laughs> instead of not out, living out, my out. awesome new life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not living my awesome new life as a thin person, but uh... <laughs> Dan Bilzerian V2. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Yes. As soon as you become come thin, they they hand you the keys to a Ferrari and uh, give you, you a stable a... of of uh, women. Uh, you are anointed with gold, jewels, and a harem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they give you a house overlooking the uh, the Hollywood Hills or whatever, you know, so. Yes. <clears throat> overlooking several other attractive people. Mm-hmm. Well, they all got to be in the same spot, you know, so. Yep. What, what was the family guy where Peter uh, <laughs> was like, <laughs> this is the episode. good-looking man's club or whatever? <laughs> it's the Quahog Beautiful People's Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was great that was a great episode actually yeah yeah and peter did the whole thing where he's like i'm so beautiful where he's looking in the in the water like in a in a fountain uh-huh and he's he's so attracted to his own his own reflection that he uh he almost drowns yeah but didn't he have to didn't he get in a car crash because he he caught his own gaze oh in the that's rear what it was mirror? that's what it was i'm sorry yeah, yeah. you're right that's what it was <laughs> Yeah, he caught his own gaze in the in the mirror. He's like, I can't look away. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It's pretty funny. Good stuff. 
All right. So it looks like we got a couple things in the extra section. Yes. Uh, I think it's uh, one of our first product reviews. Uh-oh. Product reviews. Um, I have a feeling the intro to this show will have something to do with it also. Oh, boy. Um, Holy just... moly. <laughs> something like that. So uh, recently I was gifted a... Um, A, an entertainment device of sorts, a male entertainment device of sorts. Um, Mike, do you remember that show Stroker and Hoop? I do. Okay, well, forget about Hoop. It's just a stroker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am talking about the the male toy known as the Tango Flip Zero. And uh, it was proposed that myself and perhaps another might um compare notes in a sense uh i have i have come prepared with a list of pros and cons oh god um first of all upon initial opening i'll have to say it's very very impressive um durable construction and packaging and storage hard plastic it's got some weight to it i actually put that in the con section but we'll get to that. So, would you prefer I start with the pros or the cons, actually? The pros. The pros? Okay. Very soft. Incredibly soft inside. Good texture. There's, like, a ton of different fucking uh, textures and ridges and bumps and rounded areas and whatnot. It's pretty incredible. So, first pro, very soft. Second pro easy to change pressure or suction levels because of the plastic. Um, I don't want to call them grips cause they're not really grippy, but there's like embedded plastic pieces on the sides of the textured portion or the, the, uh, the soft portion it almost feels like gelatin, but it's not gelatin. Um, I don't know what is, is it silicone material? Anyways, easy to customize pressure or suction, depending on your personal preference. Um, it's very quiet. <laughs> so let me, uh, interesting, uh, interesting adjective there. Yeah. It, it's, it's quiet. <laughs> I, it doesn't whine and shame. It doesn't whine or gurgle. Uh, <laughs> as far as my experimentation has, uh, has shown. <laughs> so I will I will preface that saying I have had uh several toys like this in the past, all cheap ones. Um made of I, I honestly couldn't tell you what material. Um some like very malleable or not malleable, but some very flexible, some more rigid. Um most of the cheap ones because they use I guess cheap material and there's not much probably not much R&D. Uh, they can be quite loud, actually, depending on if there's a hole in the back for suction or not. You know, it just depends. Um, next pro, it's very easy to clean and disassemble. Although, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Um, it is. because So I actually read into the improvements. So the I previous thought the product was disposable. No. No. This is, this is reusable. This is a reusable one, yeah. 
You Tenga, have a disposable one. Ah. Tenga does make disposable ones. Yes. Um, so apparently the previous version of this was its hinge was like a hard piece of plastic or it was essentially two pieces that you locked together. This one is one piece where its hinge is actually just a portion of the soft material. So there's no, um, I'll say there's no break of the, there's no break or joint, uh, at the insertion point. So I guess that leads to a better experience. I have not tried the previous one. The, I don't know. I guess it was just called the Tango the flip flip. Yeah. Not, not the flip zero. I guess the zero indicates it looks like a shampoo bottle. Kind of. That's why I like the flip. The flip. It looked like a shampoo bottle. It looked like something you just have in your house. The flip zero looks like nothing you'd have in your house. It's like a space tool. Honestly, know. it could be. It could be like shampoo or conditioner. It's not as conspicuous um, as, as you other. might think. Yeah. Like someone could easily just pass it over. Whereas the cheap ones, you're like, yo, what is that? So you're sticking your dick in that. Yeah. <laughs> pretty clear um so those are the pros move on to the cons the first pro is actually also the first con very soft so because it's soft you definitely need lube yeah now i'm not advocating using any of these without lube however if you are in a rush if you have one of the cheap ones like 20 bucks or whatever because it is a stiffer material you can get by with water if you're in the shower or something this one definitely cannot. You have to you have to prep it properly. Uh, the second con I mentioned a little bit earlier it's it's kind of heavy, it's weighty, somewhat cumbersome. Um, the third con is its price. It is quite expensive. It's not astronomical, um, but you know if you're if you're in the market, treat yourself, get something of quality. I would say this is quality. Um, I'm a fan. Honestly, the most surprising part is probably how quiet it is. Hmm. Pretty pleased with that. You guys are being pretty quiet. Well, no. So I'm making sure you're done. I'm going to chime in here. So I bought, I, I got one for Evan. I got one for me. I've been a fan. Well, uh, that sounds horrible. It's okay, James. I, I've, I've, I've been I've, a fan of these devices for years. Okay, so I haven't used them before until maybe last year. Um, the last time and, I was drunk, basically. Yeah, Evan bought me one when I was <laughs> when he was online. He bought me one and sent it to me, and I and and I I tried it and I was like, man, this is not for me. You know, mm-hmm. the material was funky and it was like hard to use, and it was just like basically it was like holding like one of those things you see at the uh, Brook Brothers store that's all squishy and you stick your fingers in either end. That's yep. basically what it was. And it was all ridgy and feel felt weird inside. And I could, it took me like, you know, took me forever to get where I wanted to go with it. Um, it just wasn't for me. Uh, but the, so then I tried the Tanga. Uh, Egg? No, no, the uh, Michael, what's the one I got you called? Um, did you receive it? You got it, right? I did. Traditionally, they're rather egg-shaped, at least the disposable ones. Yeah, yeah I, could, this, I couldn't like, tell crack you open and... Yeah, no, this one isn't an egg. This one's uh, I forgot what it's called. It's 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 a big tube. It's the the classic Tanga. 
mm-hmm. male masturbatory. This is the aid. cup series? The cup, yeah. The okay, tanking yeah. cup. So, and it looks like a beer. It looks like you're holding a big plastic beer. I tried that, and I've known about Tanga for a while, but I was like, oh, I'll never try that, you know, whatever. But I learned about it through anime channels, and so I got it. It's Japanese, and I was like, this is amazing. Like, finally, men can jerk off in the future, you know? And I look, I got to say, there's no shame in my game about this. I don't really care, because dude, chicks got vibrators and all kinds of wild shit. Like, they're like fucking, fucking as... To quote, you know, Zach and Mary make a porno. They're like fucking masturbating in the future with Doctor Doctor fucking Peabody, Mister Professor Peabody, and fucking <laughs> traveling through time and shit. And we're like here, got our hands spitting, and I'm just rubbing them like, <laughs> like, like shamefully in the shower, busting nuts on walls and shit, you know, <laughs> or coming on the floor in front of your fucking computer screen like a savage, you know. So it's like time to step our game up, you know. Yep. So this that tank of cup thing was amazing. Like it changed my fucking life. I'm saying if you want to like step your jerking game up, that that thing's awesome. It's ten dollars, not reusable, one time use. Michael, I bought it for you. I hope you're not reusing it. That's gross. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then I said, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself to something nice. So I I said I'm gonna get Evan this Flip Zero. I got myself a Flip Zero. I also bought a hole warmer. Which I'm not yes. really super impressed. What did you think of that? Um, I had high hopes. It's definitely a nice addition, not a total game changer. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, not a game changer. It's it's a nice to have. Yeah. But you know, I'm sure there's. I think there's other ways to get it warm, and I don't think that's the right. Maybe this isn't the right hole warmer, or maybe there's a better version. It's not great. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, it just didn't do. I left it for like five or ten minutes, and it just was like, you know, yeah, eh, whatever. It's noticeable, but you know, after like ten seconds or something, you you don't really notice it too much anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, I agree. I agree with that. Um, but so this one, pros, easy to clean, uh, easy to use. Obviously, you stick your stuff your cock in it and wiggle it back and forth yep. <laughs> you know i mean be, i mean you just pull it back and forth it's like you're jerking off um but easy to clean there's the suction's amazing the suction managing the suction is easy and 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 good to use it's 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 nice um i would say my cons are probably the same yeah it's heavy yeah um it's awkward to hold uh, because there's so much soft material and not a lot of hard pieces, when you're holding on to it, it's like, ah, you know, there's it's a lot going on. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a lot, it's kind of weird like that. But um, now, if you I, find your preferred friction or suction, you can rotate it like 90 degrees and hold the hard sides. That's a little better. See, I haven't tried that. I'll have to try that. I mean, if you, if you find your spot, that's my spot, Ugh. then. <laughs> <laughs> then you can rotate it and you won't be able, you won't be putting pressure on the soft material anymore. Maybe. Of course uh, yeah. that depends on your, your grip style, I guess. But I just actually thought of one other um, kind of con um, having to do with how soft the material is. When you open it up, it looks very intricate. Mm-hmm. Like there's like shapes. You're like, what the fuck is that shape? Yeah. Is there, um, is there a reservoir in there? Are yeah. trying to hold on to this? What, what's yeah. going on here? There's like, um, like uh, ridges and like cilia or something like little, it, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but be f- personal, personal uh, 
you know, observation because it's so soft and all that stuff kind of blends together. Yeah. Like it's not as defined as you would think. Now with the cheaper ones, because they're so cheap, it's sort of a, a more defined and, you know, less intricate texture inside. Now that combined with a harder material, personally, I like feel it more. If you know what I mean. It, you know, depends on what you like, but both, uh, both reasonable options. I will continue to use this. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't experienced a lot of the cheaper ones, only the only one. And I think my problem with that one was the material, this is made of the same. And, and this, the Tanga material is like a patented thing that only Tanga has from, if I understand, from what I, if I understand correctly, um, so it's different, just a different type of silicone latex, whatever it is. And the, the, the tanga material, I don't know if it feels more flesh. Like, I don't really know, but, um, I let my friend feel it and she was like, it feels like dick skin. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> not a very helpful, it's not helpful at all, but okay. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to say it feels like people's skin. It doesn't, I don't it think doesn't. it does. It's clearly like, uh, some kind of plastic rubbery substrate. I mean, but the other one has that same stickiness. Mm-hmm. The cheap yeah. one has the sticky thing. And I don't, it, I don't think, I think what happens is it's taking me out of the headspace of where I need to be to do this thing I'm trying to do, you know? Um, so it's my, it, I think it's worth me going back to try it against now that I have the two to compare it against. I know that, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I feel like, I will do more experimentation experimentation with the Flip Zero. I'm obviously going to keep using it. It costs seventy five dollars, but the uh, the 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 cup. I like the cup. I think the cup's great. I should have bought you a cup and sent you a cup. The cup is great, and I want to ask Michael what he thought about the cup. But I like the cup, so I don't I don't really know. I mean, but I think I have the same problems with it as as, as Evan does, you know. But I. I I, I think this is an important topic to cover because for dudes, it's like, oh man, you use some thing, you jerk off with some thing, you're a fucking loser, whatever. But the thing is, dude, you know, we've been deprived. We've been cheated. We've been like forgotten about by the fucking porn industry, except for like actual movies and stuff. But if you want to jerk off or something, there's no like choice. There's no options. You know, there's all kinds of things you can cram your ding dong into, but it's just lazily made and like sloppy and they just charge a ton of money for it. So it's nice to be able to like treat yourself to something nice every now and again, I think. And there's definitely a, well, I, I think there's a negative stigma around the whole topic, but I don't care. They're Dude, great. If Bradley fucking Manning could be Chelsea Manning, <laughs> then I can fuck a fucking plastic thing and nobody doesn't say shit to me. So get fucked. Okay. <laughs> Michael, what did you think about the other thing? Did you try it? I did try it. Uh, now I haven't tried the one you guys are talking about. No, but, no. But uh, I did. I did enjoy it. I thought it was yeah. good. I liked it. Was well, it? That's all I'll say. But <laughs> well, I mean, you know. He's like, it's in the refrigerator. I have been reusing it. No, <laughs> is no, no, there... no, 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 no. Is there it's anything? Next to the yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, no. It. <laughs> it's got some yogurt in it. Oh. oh. <laughs> is there anything that you would improve about it that you can think of mm. or is there like any like 
this was not necessarily improved, but that you would change? Did you notice anything? Or, I mean, it's just nice. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't really see anything I would change. Uh, I thought it was good. Um, go, in, the, go into the engineer mindset. The the suction thing wasn't really my thing, I guess. So, what did James? What is it on that one? Is there a hole on the end, or is yeah, it the same? that one? That one is it. This is kind of, kind of looks. This is the top from the the, the other one, but okay. it has a hole at the end. And actually, the one that I got, Michael, there's a there's a, a vacuum machine that they that that Tanga sells that you can mount onto that one. And it's USB, and it goes. It it does something. I don't know what it does. I kind of want to buy it just to be like, I got a vacuum on my dick. I got a dickium, you know. But yeah, it's a vacuum. You screw it. You mount it onto the top. Was there like a there was like a instructions, right, Michael? Probably. I think there's instructions for that one. You mount it. You put it on the top, and there's a vacuum. So you hold your thumb on it or your oh, finger, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you can kind of get more suction. I I felt the same way about Michael about it. I didn't need it. It didn't do anything for me. It didn't make a big difference. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like it's trying to emulate like getting a blowjob or something, you know. But eh, I guess that's a acquired taste, right? Some dudes, a blowjob is like best done with like lots of suction and lots of whatever. Some dudes like to be bitten. Some dudes like this. Some dudes like that. Everything's different, you know. But I think on its own, without doing any crazy like widgets or doodads with it, I think that the Tanga Cup is like an excellent device. It's ten bucks. Like I would say, it's probably worth it to buy a couple. And you know, if, if there was a tr- if there was a re- reusable version of that, mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as the other one. Then you got something. I don't think it's as good as the. I don't. I don't think the flip is as good as that one. I think the flip is like a solid thing to have to use. At your house, you know what I mean? I think it's nice. There's no doubt it's nice. But I think the cup is better. And -hmm. I don't think there's a reusable version of that. But I have seen online, people are like, oh, you can reuse it. You just got to take it apart, clean it, put it back together. And it's it's sealed and it has lube in it. It's lubed and ready to go. So, okay. So, in comparison to the other one that I sent you guys like a year and a half ago or two years ago, whatever. It's basically just a straight through hole. Is this one yeah. like that, but it's pre-lubed and sealed? But pre-lubed, sealed, and the thing is, I think the biggest failing of the one you sent us was the one you sent us. You're basically holding that sticky latex. Yes, correct. So it's hard to, you know, there's things, all kinds of things happening, and it's just hard. The Tanga is like if you saw this sitting on a shelf at a store, you'd be like, oh, it's a beer can mm-hmm. or like a plastic, a plastic water, like plastic. So it has. So when your hands on it and you're doing the whole motion, you don't feel. You don't feel anything that like takes you out of the immersion, yeah, of the whole situation. I think that's the biggest problem with those ones. That's just uh, just a tube, basically. yeah, the cheap ones. Yeah. So is it is it a, a straight through hole though? Like, could you, in theory, just like clean it out and relubricate as you know per use? Well, there's a one way valve on the other uh... end. So I so there's apparently apparently there's a. There's underneath the whole thing is is covered in this kind of a cellophane, I guess whatever you want to call this plastic. Mm-hmm. It's covered in that, and you pull like a, a tab and you undo it, like you open a bottle of beer or something, like not a beer, but like you open like a plastic, a wine cap, and you un, you un, 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 unleash a wine cap. It's like that unleash. You pull that, 
and then you get the top where you can put your thumb and then there's another one on the bottom and you get that and you pull this whole thing off which pulls out of the whole thing and then you get the hole you stick your gym, your your, gym, your jimmy john in mm-hmm. okay so there's a under this plastic there's supposedly a folding lip that you could pull it out but it's not made to be reused but people have said they've reused them but the thing is, it's pre-lubricated and everything like that. But they're like, yeah, if you reuse it, you got to be extra careful. And that's where the flip comes in. Like the flip and the flip zero, they open right up. Yeah. And you can like, I mean, I like, I don't like the way that the base on the flip zero is because it doesn't want to sit inside its base very well. It wants to fall back and forth and everything. But it, you can open it up and it just dry, air dries. It's really nice. Yeah. That's actually um, where that white ring comes in. What is that? I was like, I got to figure out what, so with the the base mine's in the bathroom right now the base you put the white ring in the in the white base yeah and then you put it a uh, whole side down oh okay so i mean it, it sort of, it fits in the base ergonomically i guess but the rubber on rubber contact basically gives it some stability and then you can close it up that makes sense now okay that makes sense yeah i just stuck that thing down in that little depression anyway mm-hmm. and i had i've been having it in hold side down so that makes sense now actually um yeah that's good i'll have to pick up one of the the cups it's only 10 bucks said. it's totally worth it yeah it's the cup there's two versions um there's a usa version and a japanese version i've been using the japanese version just because i guess i got an average ding dong but you know for, <laughs> for, the, for the big mamma jammas in the united states if you if you have like a big long dong schlong mcglong then you can pick up the Tanga USA and it's longer. It's bigger, mm. you know? Um, but I, I honestly, I, I think that's more of like, they were selling the USA version in Japan when they just sold these in Japan, like seven years ago. Um, and I think the whole reason for that is that Japanese men are a lot smaller, I guess. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that's what the whole purpose of the thought behind it was. Statistically. So, statistically. Yeah. So, um, but I found that the regular one, the standard Japanese one to be fine. It was a little, you know, a, a slightly, you know, well, I'm not going to go into all that, but it was, <laughs> you know, there was a little bit of like kind of, kind of, uh, it was a little narrow, but it, it worked out quite well. And I liked it. It was nice. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Perfect. Five out awkward? of seven. Wood, yeah. wood bang again. Yeah, we <laughs> would ping again. That's right. Hmm, that's good. I don't see it on Amazon, so I'll have to get the link from you later. Yeah, yeah I'll find it. Excellent. Not sponsored, anyone. Um, just uh, fans of certain products. They do have some very uh, prodigious sponsoring deals, though. Did you send me the regular one, James? Yeah, I sent you the regular one. Yeah. Hmm. That's the only one I bought. The the, 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 and they have like a bunch of art projecty ones. Like there's authentic Tanga 3D pile with 50 millimeter lover and rubber Pepe lotion. I mean, and, it, and the whole thing is like 3D printed and it looks like triangles. It's like they have all these art ones that are like kind of crazy. And then they have the eggs. I haven't tried any of the eggs and they have all kinds of weird shit. Crazy Japanese people. Yeah, man, they're nuts. The hell Thank you this? for your good works. Oh my god, what is this? Okay, I'm sending you a link to this. Yes, please. 
don't know what this is. Michael, I'm sending you a link too, please. This needs to go. This needs to be the cover of the fucking podcast right here. <laughs> we need to change our image to this. We'll see what I can do. Click on that and and click on that and click on the fucking book, the cover of the book. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, you've seen that before? No, I mean I just saw it when I searched like five minutes ago. Okay, yeah. It's just it's just silly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> And I like the things that are shown above it. Customer who's viewed this also viewed these weird masks. Weird ass masks. <laughs> Thank you. Are, that are out of a horror movie. Like, yeah, it's like soft and Zagon Studio soft and sexy mask. It looks oh like my God. it looks like uh, the fucking like uh, Jim Carrey when he was wearing the chicken skin. Oh, at, uh, <laughs> I saw that. Guy. That's a mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's like oh my god. Oh man. We could spend forever on this. Uh but that's that was my official Tanga Flip Zero whole review. There you go. Yep. Pick up some of these masks. Gross. Apparently anyway, this book cover on a t shirt. We'll have to make that happen. Yep. Uh, the next link I actually put in for Mike as a reminder to all of us to appreciate the the retro and turbo encabulator. The uh, that the famous ad libbed video that's been spread around the internet that's meaningless and full of nonsense, but it is brings joy to our hearts. I that encourage you all video. to watch it. It's like two minutes long, I think. Yeah, yeah, sounds like pure nonsense. The first time I saw it, I was like is this real? And I'm just like, definitely not smart enough to understand. Yeah, but... It's just, it's just nonsense words, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone check that out. It's funny. Um, I'll make sure to spam everyone with that link later. Yes. That's fine. Um, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> Next I put, uh, we've talked about this before in the past. There's actually a Wikipedia article not authored by me. <laughs> regarding the the twin <laughs> movies or the twin films phenomenon yep and apparently it goes all the way back to uh, 1938 so many examples of movies that are almost the same movie that have come out around the same time or at the same time so back in the day gone with the wind came out in 1939 but before that a movie called jezebel came out in 1938 and apparently they're both very similar um they had another another two are oscar wilde and the trials of oscar wilde (laughs) um the movie the graduate or the graduate yeah the graduate then there's another one called you're a big boy now both came out around the same time so there's just a whole a whole rack of these um i was going through some of them um and I agree that some of these are like, that's the same exact movie. But I guess some of them are just sort of topically related. Like 1985 has uh, is comparing weird science and real genius. I would definitely say those are not at all the same movie, but sort of similar, topically related. Well, yeah, it's very similar storylines, you know, yeah, or, so, or similar topics. We'll just say that, yeah. And there's definitely some in here that I need to watch, like Back to the Future and Peggy Sue got married. I've never heard of Peggy Sue got married. I've heard of that. I don't know that I've seen it. If I have, I, I don't remember. 
There was another one. Oh yeah, Shaft and Sweet Sweetback's badass song was a movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was like these two were the first examples of black exploitation. Yep. So and of course they have Top Gun and they have Iron Eagle. Mm-hmm. You know, a GoBots Battle of the Rock Lords, and then <laughs> the Transformers the movie. Yeah, both 1986. Now this is interesting, RoboCop, and then they have a movie called The Vindicator. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> now I have to see The Vindicator. I'm like, uh oh, I'm sure that's gonna be crap, but you know, whatever. Um, then they have Turner and Hooch, and then another movie called Canine. Mm-hmm. Yep, wasn't I'm pretty there, sure that's that the one TV with Jim show? Belushi. It's like Rin Tin Tin Canine Cop. Is that the same? Is that it? Or was that a TV show? Uh, I think that's something else. Yeah, okay. Rin Tin Tin is is from a. I think a book or a cartoon or something. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a whole Rinton cartoon that just came out. Well, there was a movie that came out yeah. like in the last five years or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of these on here. Deep Star 6, you know, which is they have converted, they compare it to Leviathan, Leviathan mm-hmm. but also to the Abyss. Labyrinth? <laughs> Leviathan. Labyrinth? <laughs> Leviathan, excuse me. <laughs> Precision um, of language. Yeah, yeah, the abyss, the evil below, Lords of the Deep, and the Rift. Oh yeah. Um, another one that I would add to that, although they they didn't come out at the same time, is uh, Sphere. That was a good movie. But it is also very similar to all mm-hmm. of those. Um. Yeah, so just a bunch of them, you know. Check out the list. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's interesting. Um. Next, I I have something about the modular handgun yes. system the mhs so this is the replacement for the m9 pistol in the united states military they have selected a new pistol pistol a new pistol maker they've selected sig or sig sour mm-hmm. yeah. to make the next generation of handgun it's probably going to be based on the P320. Um, so apparently there's been a lot of controversy around this because they've been trying to pick a new gun like forever. Yeah, about 30 years, I think. Well, no, the the M9 has been in operation for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, apparently since 1985. Um, and M9 is basically the same thing as a Beretta 92. Yep. Uh, so now... They're going to be going with this SIG. They're saying the Beretta M9 is nearing its end of life. Now, it's funny. They have a funny quote in here um, from Senator Joni Ernst, a former officer in the Iowa Army National Guard. He said, the joke that we had in the military was that sometimes the most effective use of an M9 is to simply throw it at your adversary. (laughs) Is so it a bad, ne- was it a bad gun? Yeah, I, I had never heard that. So I think maybe the gun is just so old that, you know, you can you can repair it, but it's only so much you can do before they just start wearing out, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. So Good. they're getting a new gun and they decided to move away from the M9 because, you know, they could buy new M9s, you know, but they wanted to go with something else. So... I don't know why you wouldn't just buy new. I mean, I, I, I don't think I, I just can't understand how that. Well, whatever. You know, I'm well, not the M nine has some some things wrong with it, like uh, no no accessory rail. 
you know that's, uh, okay. a, that's a problem it can't take a threaded you know I mean, it, can't take, it can't take a silencer or a suppressor you would think that with um, as much money as the military could and would spend on those they could make new molds or you know whatever they used to forge it i mean they could they make this gun i mean you could go buy a brand new one today yeah know? but so, i mean you like if those things are so important i would think that they could feasibly make those alterations permanent mm-hmm. you could probably but, buy an m9 that has all that stuff it probably exists well i know that beretta makes a 92 that they make a newer version of it now that does have an accessory rail because they realize they're like oh yeah maybe we should have put that on there well you know? a gun's old as shit i mean yeah when they and whenever they decided they were gonna like nineteen you know seventy nine or whatever whenever they decided they're gonna do it, nobody was putting like fucking you know now switch to kryptonite on the bottom of the guns. <laughs> they know it's putting those fucking things. <laughs> Robin's yeah. revenge. Robin's revenge. That's right. <laughs> oh man, so that's a yeah, great fucking scene. Yes, it is. So, so there you go. They're gonna they're gonna get the new gun, and that's that. So mm-hmm. very good. Um, I put another article in here: lasers. So only because we were talking about lasers the other day. So a a gentleman pointed a laser, and this is local in Maryland. He pointed a laser at a Maryland State Police helicopter, and supposedly he. The the crew suffered injury because of that. Solid move. Now, is that true? Well, I guess so. Why else would they say it? But it was a green laser beam. So I guess it's a more powerful kind, right? Well, it's full of jellyfish. <laughs> right. So they found the guy at his home in Sykesville, where the laser pointer was found. Um, he's 30 years old. He's charged with shining a laser pointer at an aircraft and other offenses, it says. Hmm. Hmm. Police say the pilot and the crew chief, both with State Police Aviation Command, sustained eye injuries. They were treated and released at Frederick Memorial Hospital. Okay. Hopefully it's like temporary vision loss at best and not like, ah, oh, you set fire to my retina. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's pretty cool that they were able to track him down, though. Yeah, I was going to ask how they find him. <laughs> it just says authorities say the helicopter crew found the source of the laser beam was a home in Sykesville. Jeez. Oh, so, he did it from his house. No wonder he's asking for trouble. Yeah, well, he's like, <laughs> sure, he's out back, like, ho, 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 you know, I don't know. What if they landed on the street in the front yard, started knocking on the doors like, hey, you motherfuckers got a green laser? Uh, it would have been better if they just hovered above his house and repelled down. Yep. <laughs> Nobody they, fucking move! You know, like, <laughs> if, they, if they both did, like, who's flying this thing? And it just comes crashing. <laughs> you have to put it in auto mode. No, I don't know. It's probably not a thing. But <laughs> Or yeah. they say over the loudspeakers, like, oh, we got lasers too. And then his chest lights up with red dots. <laughs> oh, there you go. So I put another article in here. It's uh, kind of a little, it's a little meta. Not sure if this is really, really appropriate, but you know, it'll get you, get you thinking. Uh, this article is entitled "The Joy of Realizing That This Place Is Hell," mm-hmm. meaning that 
where we are right now here on earth this is hell interesting and that's what they make they make in this article that's what they talk about they make the argument that this is hell so that's it i think i'll read through that now i'm I'm sure you guys have have heard that before you know people thought that yeah one thing um i would like to mention about this article and uh, i didn't read much of it yet but uh like the pop-up on the left side was for the uh, course in miracles book i see that yeah um guess who followed a course in miracles for many years your father correct (laughs) i was like oh i've seen that book that's uh that's interesting yeah i'm sure he has several copies and um i would like to talk to him more about his past because the other day i don't we were talking about religion or something like that and um he was like yeah i've tried just about everything or studied just about everything except uh baha'i and sikhism i was like okay and he after after college he lived in germany for quite a few years and apparently he participated in ramadan i was like bro bro yeah so i would every time i talk to him more than just like a casual making sure you're still alive it actually turns into an interesting conversation i'm like and i gotta like pick this guy's brain about stuff so just so i know like you're it's like your dad was in a sect uh, <laughs> for 14 Jesus. years before you were born. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh my god! <laughs> hey, your dad doesn't your dad have a kimono in a closet somewhere? Yeah, but that's that's legitimate. <laughs> he was yeah, legitimately, right. legitimately a geisha. He was yeah. a samurai for six years. Yeah, for six years in. Uh, no, it's it's one of his few souvenirs from in when Kyoto he, when he was uh when he so worked d- with the emperor. He no, was the during the, the during emperor's college. cousin's concubine. Co- oh, concubine. That's yeah. horrible. How appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Best Freudian slip ever. Yep. Oh, God. Um, okay. But no, during college, he was manager and uh, like conductor and director or something like that. He also sang in the Cornell Glee Club, which traveled around Asia for a long time. And um, when they stopped in Japan, he picked up a kimono and a pair of the those uh, wooden platform shoes. Mm-hmm. So they're they're leg- he's legit. I believe man. they are called sabo. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> <laughs> sir. This is not France. <laughs> Hence the word sabotage. Yes, that's right. Oh, oh, no, we're those clogs. <laughs> yeah. All so right. Anyways, yep. A Course in Miracles. I'm I'm vaguely familiar with it. Okay. All right, cool. So last one I got in here, fight fake news. Know who is reputable. So we have an infographic here. Now, of course, you have to take everything with a grain of salt, but someone made this infographic, and they put all, not every single one on the planet, but they put a lot of different news sources, and what side of the spectrum, are they liberal, are they conservative, are they bullshit, or are they... Do they have high standards? Or are they like really analyzing things? Or are they like really, really good? So they have, and they're they're all over the place on here. Um, so it's a good way to see what what news sources you know generally are reporting. You know, hopefully the truth, and maybe, and you can see which way they they slant, if any, if any way. Where's um, the Christian Science Monitor fall? I, I don't know. Is that on here? 
I've know. actually I've gotten some articles from them before. Yeah, they, I think they're pretty reputable. Yeah, I, I don't see them on here to be honest. All right. Um, Fox News is on here. Hard. Huffington Post is on here. You know, all the big ones are on here. The Atlantic, The Economist. How's Christian Science Monitor not on here? I don't know. I always forget about Reuters. They're good. Reuters, yeah. yeah. Reuters, NPR, BBC, The Washington Post, New York Times. Now, like, yeah, like I said, they didn't put everyone on here. So, like, like they put The Washington Post. I don't see The Washington Times. Mm-hmm. I guess they're not as big as The Washington Post. Um, but that is, as far as I know, the more conservative newspaper in the D.C. area. Um. My dad enjoys Fox News. I don't see that on here. Oh, it's very much on. Oh, here. I do. <laughs> it's it's one of the it's the big oval. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah, it's obviously more on the conservative side here, and eh, you know, on on the other spectrum of Fox News is the Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not I'm not always the biggest fan of the Huffington Post, to be honest, but. I'm not the biggest fan of Fox News either. So, um, it looks like the higher the higher grade ones here are all the Economist, the Atlantic, the Guardian, the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. the Fiscal Times. Never heard of it. Mm. Seems good though. Slate, Vox. Apparently, Slate, Vox. Uh, David Wolf on the bottom left, his logo is half of an avocado. Who is David Wolf? No idea. <laughs> okay. It just looks like an avocado. Yeah. And, uh, Where is that is, at? What is that? What is that? Whatever report. Is that the Drudge Report? I can't read what that is. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, check out this. Check out this thing. Like I said, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Oh, and just so you guys know, the way, you know, we know that everyone's tracking everything. An ad at the, I clicked on this article on this link and I'm seeing a, a ad at the top of my page for Carbon Black, which mm-hmm. is the company we were talking about earlier. And I was on their website, carbonblack.com. So. They're watching and they're listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um James, looks like we have a couple things here for uh, you you put a couple links in here. Uh just a little hilarity. So uh okay. Um he will not divide us. Us, um, that is a fun site, hosted by our good friend Shia LaBeouf. Yes, and uh, the other crazy kid, Jaden uh, Smith. Jaden Smith, yes, and it's at the it's at a museum. I think it's in New York or something like that. Basically, it's a it's going to be a four year long art installation. That's just it's nothing but a white. Uh, a white a white uh wall it says he will not divide us and a camera and it's gonna stream for four years straight um this art, is you wouldn't understand yeah exactly you don't get it you're 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 an idiot um this is cool i think for the one reason that every now and then you see shia labeouf looking like a homeless person in the shop <laughs> So I uh, let me see if I can find. I did open it and left it open. Yeah, here we go. So if you go to, yeah, go take it all the way back to the beginning. If you go to the page and take it all the way back to the beginning, you will see. Uh, let's go. Yeah, here we go. Take all the way back to the beginning. You will see like some kid. Was oh, it not keeping the? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, 
a kid is dancing in the shot this black kid and Shia LaBeouf is back like like he's just back there like a regular person but he looks like a homeless guy who's just wandering there and he's pickpocketing people on the people in the back of the crowd um <laughs> but I, I, Maybe I don't know he is. yeah he, and he just might be I don't know how I feel about this I mean I think it's kind of cool but we'll see what happens I guess I don't know whatever who cares but but it's I think it's kind of interesting because it's basically getting it's storing everything it's all like you can go back to the very first second they put this thing into place and you can go to like, you know, you know, it's so far it's got about, it's like eight hours and 22 minutes on it. And Shia LaBeouf, his, he's been there on and off throughout the day, standing around, you know, mostly standing very close to the camera, you know, kind of milling around. People don't even know he's there. He just looks like, he looks like a fucking homeless guy. It's pretty funny. There's a girl that's drinking her coffee right now, standing in front of it. She's like, what is this? Do you think he's going to stay in there for the next four years yeah, explaining just, what that is? It's like two filthy hippies talking to each other and some guy with a black hat that says make America something again. I don't know what his hat says. Probably something ridiculous. Anyway, so that's that. Check it out. I've I've saved the link in, in, the, in the chat and not in the chat, in the uh, page here. And I've saved the link on my desktop so I can periodically monitor it for insanity. I think crazy stuff's going to happen over the next four years there. Just because Shia LaBeouf's involved. Um, next up is something I got from Motherboard. Um, we talked to an, we talked to the American hero who clicked his mouse more than a, uh, a million times in 17 hours. Hmm. Uh, the quote, the, the, the title I have here is why and what the fuck and then more why. Uh, it's obviously a stunt to get subscribers on YouTube. It's just really dumb. They call him American hero because he served in the Air Force. Oh. Look, <laughs> Look, I'm going to dispel a rumor right now, okay? I know guys in the military who are heroes, okay? Not everybody who serves in the military and gets coffee or organizes a fucking latrine, like fucking digs a hole for a latrine or organizes a fucking um, warehouse is an American hero. Now, is it a great thing that they went and joined the volunteer army? Yes, I don't know if that makes you a hero or not. I'm not. The jury's out on that because I've met a lot of guys who in the military who are just dicks. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're people. You know, and of course, no one wants to say that. No one wants to be like, "Oh my God, you said that a soldier's a dick." Yes, he took a shit in my lawn. That makes him a dick. You know, (laughs) he's not. That's not a heroic, an act of heroism. You know, puking on my fucking cat. That's not making him a hero right now. So anyway, check your privilege. Um, <laughs> totally unrelated, <laughs> but I'm gonna say that. Anyway, that's here. If you guys want to watch that, it's 17 hours. Your white life, you're totally waste. Um, and then the other thing was the Mathis, the Mattis quotes. There's two two pages of those there. If you want to check those out. Awesome. Well, I'll have a hard time uh, choosing between watching a live stream for four years or watching someone click their mouse for 17 hours. Yeah. He's like, or I can just weigh those baddest quotes and become a better person. Yep. A better, more hardcore fucking animal of savagery and murder. Tattoo them all down the front of my body upside down so yep. I can look down and be motivated at any time of the day. That's right. That's right. Crazy or genius? Or both. <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. So well, I don't have yep. anything else to add. You guys? I'm good. No, I think uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, I think we've covered a lot today. And as always, there's a uh, different strokes for different folks. 
Check us out on our website, iopanelpodcast.com. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> uh, email all your hates to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Um, audibletrial.com forward slash iopanel for all of your book needs for words to listen to about zombies and sex. I don't know. There's there's both on there. There um, is. There is. <laughs> it's like can confirm. Um, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Like once again, we sure did. And we'll talk to you next week.